Come on, it's Friday! You love it, I love it, we all love it. Now, uh, you know, there's been a little bit of tension at LBC Towers the last couple of days. Things have not gone quite as smoothly as perhaps we would want them to do. I had a falling out with uh, Agent Chris on Wednesday over the location of Farnham Common, where I lived from the age of 11 to the age of about 20. I lived there for nine years. My mother still lives there. I go there at least once a week. Farnham Common is in Buckinghamshire. Farnham and the common that Farnham has is in Surrey. They're two different places. Agent Chris uh, did a Sol Campbell for a couple of days uh, and disappeared. I- I've been listening to the news. It's a topical joke. I've just written a topical joke there. Thank you. Uh, he, uh, he phoned in uh, from wherever it may be. I don't, I don't want to know uh, yesterday on Triple M and the day before. He's back. He's back. I can see him now. I'm looking at him. The thing is, Helen Behind the Glass has been producing the show the last couple of days. No, just twiddling knobs, and uh, she'd been producing the show and doing a darn fine job. Uh, now, when Agent Chris came in, he would be in all, all Mr. Big saying, Oh, uh, all you do, Helen, is you do the twiddling knobs, you're the tech up. That's the easiest job in radio, you know, is it? So, I have made a decision that Helen shall continue producing the show. Agent Chris is now Agent Chris. Behind the glass, but we'll call him Agent Chris because it confuses things. So basically, Helen is producing it, doing Agent Chris's job, and vice versa. They've swapped over. So if there are any mistakes, if we don't go to the news at the right time, if the jingles are played at the wrong time, uh, if any, that is uh, Chris's fault. Simple as. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. We have got. Uh, we've made a pre-recorded phone call. In fact, Helen, may I pass you that young caller there is uh, the chap I think we spoke to earlier on. Is it Osama? That's, uh, that's Osama. We, uh, yes, you see, it makes sense now, doesn't it? We've got an excellent phone call that we pre-recorded a little while ago. We're getting you to send in your emails with nominating people you want us to call. We did a brilliant one earlier on. We'll, we'll play it in about half an hour's time. I think it's one of the funniest. And the, the, the thing is, you're allowed to ask me one question, which I have to answer honestly. It's the best, easily the best question we've ever had. Easily. Ah, now, okay, listen, it's kind of, yesterday as well was a little bit stressful. We had a lot of foolish, foolish old people um, listening to the show, thinking they heard something, and they didn't, they heard something else. Uh, and they phoned in and complained. So today, let's have a nice, chilled show. Can we have a chilled show? Let's talk about nice things, okay? Let's talk about nice things. Seal clubbing. Let's make it leak. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, for goodness sakes. Let's not even go there. Uh, go, I want to do some nice I, I say nice things. The first thing I want to mention is uh, it, it's a little bit nosy. It's a little bit nosy. Uh, do you ever, you know when you're walking past houses, do you have a little sort of nosy bonk through the window? Have a little look to see what you can see. Because I tell you what, in the 70s and 80s, everybody had net curtains, didn't they? Everybody had net curtains. They don't seem to have net curtains anymore. Very few people have them. So it means you can walk past a house uh, and you can look through the window and you can see pretty much anything. Now, I... I don't know if it's still there. I'm not, I've not driven down that road for a while, but there's a road near me, uh, which I used to drive down quite a lot. Can't, I can't for the life of me think there is. I think it's near Crouch End, but I could be wrong. And in the front living room window was a life-size cutout of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the famous motion picture star. I think from the movie Terminator 2. Uh, and it was faded. It had obviously been there since Terminator 2 had come out. This was in the front. What a, a weird thing to display. You quite often see um, flags of football teams. Covering, covering windows. Helen behind the glass at the weekend saw a tarantula in a, in a glass, I nearly said a glass cage, that would be insanity, in a glass box, whatever attracts that comes in. I don't quite know what they come in. It's a weird thing. Do you, 
Well, okay, let's start with with the obvious question. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in someone's front window or bedroom window? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And are you one of these people that likes to have a little bit of a nosy through the window? I kind of do. If the if it's dark and the lights are on and the curtains are open, what that person is saying in that house is, do you know what? It's all right for you to have a look in my house. I don't mind. I remember once looking through a window in Glastonbury. And there, there on the wall was a, a very detailed, almost life-size map of Cumbria, for some reason. Do you have a little nosy through the window? And also, does anybody have net curtains anymore? Does, uh, they're a little bit... Can I say the word common? Yeah, I can say they're, they're common. I, I would like to... Where I am... I'm on the first floor of a house. We've got the, the top flap. Uh, and it's, it's, it's weird, because it's on a kind of slope. If a double-decker bus pulls up outside my house, they can look in and see into my, into my house quite easily. And we haven't even got any curtains at the moment. I'm giving away too much information. You could, they've, oh, I have, yeah, I have been naked in the living room. You know when you, you're in bed and you want to go downstairs and get something? I've done the thing of going into the living room, getting a cushion, putting it over my winky and, and walking through and getting what I want and, and escaping. So does anybody have net curtains? There's a good thing for me. Uh, and do you put things in your window just to impress people? Just so you know that people are going to walk past and go, Oh, look at that! 0870 is the phone number. Uh, we're talking about looking through people's windows. And do you, Have you ever been caught doing it? Do you kind of... Uh, we're not encouraging trespassing or spying in any way whatsoever. But do you do it? Do you have a little look through people's windows? 0870 You can email as well, Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. Jason's in the Merton Park. Hello, Jason. Hi, young man. Hello, sir. What kind of you? Are you doing magic? Yeah, all right, all right. Getting on. Doing yeah. anything the weekend? Uh, I'm working tomorrow, and then I'm babysitting my little nephew tomorrow. Are you? Yeah, which should be good. He's gonna be—he's gonna be asleep though, bless him. But it's the first time that my sister and husband have, have, have been out and left him with anyone, so I'm looking after him. And you've—you've got the task. I have got the task. Good God! Yeah, very excited. Very oh, excited. I suppose he can't play on the Xbox, can he? No, he's—he's he's only ten months. They haven't got the—the—the the, the power to grip or aim a rifle. Can't you just show him? <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of tempted to take it round and say, "This is what you should be doing, young yeah, man." Quite grand there. Oh, oh yeah, well, there's an idea. But that's that's that. And then Sunday, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be playing computer games. What, uh, Jason? What's your weekend involve? Uh, busy tomorrow. I've got to go to Potter's Bar. Oh no, that's like going to hell. Yeah, I know, and I've got to be there for nine o'clock in the morning. W- what's happening in Potter's Bar that's so exciting? I've got to make some window seats. Oh, window seats. Yeah, for somebody. Somebody's window. Oh, I see. Yeah, that would make sense. Oh, I see. I I've got to take patterns, if you see what I mean. I, I see yeah. exactly what you mean, patterns, yes. Yeah, so I've got to do that. I've oh. got to be there. Yeah. So, but the strangest thing, you know, like in people's houses. So you work with, you? do you work with seats or, or windows? No, I'm an upholsterer. Oh, okay, I, okay, I see. Or furnishing. Oh, I see. All right, then that makes, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So go on, yeah, the strangest thing you've seen through someone's window. It wasn't so much, a, it was what I picked up that came out of somebody's window. What? Okay. It was a piece of furniture. Yeah. And when I got it back here and started undoing it, I heard a scurrying round inside. Oh, already I'm not comfortable with this. Go on. And so I thought, it's mice. Sometimes you get mice and all sorts. And what it was, was a nine-inch lizard. Oh, man. Inside. You're joking. And it didn't belong to the owner. No! Yeah, they'd bought it in France, and they'd only had it a week. So this thing had been in there a week already. Oh, that's hideous. But then came the problem, because I told them. Yeah. Was there only one? Because inside was all eggs and all sorts. Really? Uh, no, yeah. there, were, there, were, there wasn't, Jason. There was. It made a nest inside the actual arm. 
and there was all eggs, uh, like little eggs, like a uh, little bit smaller than quail eggs. Did you cook them? Well, no, they were all empty and what have you hatched out. But they had then they had to sort the house out that there wasn't any oh, more so, in the so house. They, so they they hatched out. They, oh God, this is hideous. Yeah, so it was uh, it was quite bizarre. Really. Yeah. Imagine sort of putting your head inside a chair, yeah. and all of a sudden you think it's a toy you're looking at, and suddenly it uncurls and opens its eye and goes. How did how did it go again, Jason? <laughs> Mate, that is hideous. Thank you for that. Well, that, well, not quite what we were after, but that's a, well, that, well. Let's expand it. In that case, what have you seen through people's windows? Thank you, Jason. Uh, and what have you found in furniture that people have got from France? Oh, that's a little bit specific, maybe. It's a little bit specific. I don't like any of that kind of, you know, creepy crawlies and stuff. Uh, there's an email. I- uh, Ian, where is it? Ian, what's Chris's forfeit? Well, Chris's forfeit is he's now, he's not producing the show anymore. He's driving the desk. Uh, so, there you go. That is his forfeit for being a cheeky little monkey. 0870 uh, is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call. What have you seen through people's windows? Can we find somebody in London who's got net curtains? Does anybody still have them? You can email as well. Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. It's time now, though, to get the latest LBC 97.3 Travel with Simon Bennett. Oh, hello. Right, uh, we're looking at delays on the M20 heading coastbound. Uh, we've got the road closed because of a fuel spillage, an overturned lorry, and some debris that's been uh, shed over the carriageway. It's closed between junctions 10 and 11. That's Ashford South down towards High. It's going to affect uh, freight uh, passengers on the Eurotunnel and also passengers... Who might the show? Hmm, in dead truth. Fiona's in the Fulham. Hello, Fiona. Hi. Hello, you're right. Now, the reason I'm phoning you is regarding uh, door handles, actually. Um, What? The thing is, why are door handles in the posh block of flats in the centre of the door? And I find I've moved to a new posh block of flats. Yes. Where, by the way, no, nobody has uh, net curtains. I was the only one who had net curtains. Did you, was there a, was there a hoo ha when you put your net curtains up? No, no. Oh goodness me, no. Nobody would say anything. I at think all. nothing was said, but I observed that. Um, you observed. I was the only one, you know, with bit nosy. Net curtains. I think if you haven't got net curtains up, you're inviting people to look through your window. Well, I know I don't like it very much, but what I do is I've got big, heavy drapes that I just kind of pull across. Can I say, I... Fiona, mm-hmm. I really like the way you emphasise the letter H in words like what and why. It's really? the correct way to spell, and no, no one does it anymore. So you've. Hang on a second, I can be quite spontaneous here. Hang on a second, <laughs> hang on. You've won a round of applause. Ooh. What? Why? Can you say vehicle? Vehicle? Oh, there we go. Can you say, um, February? February. There you are. You speak proper. Apart from your funny really? accent. Apart from yeah, the accent, you speak proper. That. Yeah, well, my, I don't know, my enunciation or something is, is clear, even though I have the accent. Yeah, so you can't get rid of the accent? You can't do anything to shake that off? Well, maybe I could. Maybe I could go to elocution lessons and yes. do something about it. There we go. Indian. <laughs> there, Indian. There, we got that. Okay, yeah. so yes. So, do you, you want to talk about knobs? Yeah, the doorknob, because when I come into our block of flats, yes. the street door has a handle in the centre. Yes. And when I'm carrying my shopping, it hits me in the tummy or the side, and I find it very annoying. But on looking around and in wa- and walking sometimes in the New King's Road in Chelsea... You are dead swanky, aren't well, you? And, um, and I, well, I've lived next door to, to Chelsea, actually. And, to, um, Ch- to Prince Charles? Sorry? You live next door to Prince Charles? No, 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 I don't. Charles who? I live in Fulham, actually. Oh, OK. You're uh, mad, aren't you? 
Mm, well, I don't know about that. Probably. Uh, I probably. do. I do. My, I've got a. I've got a. I've got a little meter here that the, the waivers. If someone mad comes on and it's gone, it's gone right to the the right hand side. If you know, you're, you're bonkers. All right. Okay, that's fine. Well, anyway, I yes. wondered where does this come from? This having the the handle in the centre of the door. But the, but the, I think I know what you're talking about. But they're quite thick, ornate handles, aren't they? That's and right. And they they don't turn though, do they? They don't know. There's usually a lion. The knocker is uh, you knock on the door with is a lion with a sort of looped thing handle in its mouth, and then you have the letterbox. No, the, then you have the handle, and then the letterbox is down just a few inches from the ground. Yes. So you find uh, that in all. Why does it worry you? Well, because I want to know why. I mean, it seems sort of silly having a handle in the middle of the door, doesn't it? Really. But as I say once again, in Chelsea. Uh, there was one street I walked along, and it was a very poor street, and every yes. street door had a handle in the middle of the door. Yes. Yes. So, uh, why is that? We, why in the centre of the door? We can throw it out to London and see if there's an answer. Well, I really would be pleased if you could do that, because I've been wondering about that for years. I kind of hope no one calls in and tells us, but if they do, Fiona, we'll put them on the air. Okay, then. Bless you. Right, I'll be listening. But, don't, uh, please do. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There goes the phone. I've not... Uh, uh, I, if anyone phones in to tell us why the, the handles are in the middle of the door, don't put them to air. Because that sounds like the dullest thing in the world, for God's sake. She was bonkers. Lovely. She spoke proper. But, uh, insane. Um... Oh, what is going on? People are still going on about these arguments yesterday on the emails. Um, although Pete, uh, Peter is r- wishing me a peaceful programme and a good weekend. Um, aren't you good to see your mother at least one, once a week? Yes, I am. I'm a very good boy. I'm going to take her some shopping on Sunday, probably. Nina's in the Wilsdon. Hello, Nina. Hi, Ian. Hey, Nina. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm getting loads of pictures. Lino sent me a picture. Someone, loads of pictures of net curtains. Well, actually, Ian, I haven't got any net curtains. Well, that's odd, because you sound quite common. I don't have... Do I? Little bit. Okay, well, I don't have any neck curtains, okay. and the reason for me not having them yes. is not so people like you, Ian, can look in. Although you'd like it's me like, to. <laughs> it's you? like people me out. People what? It's like people like me looking out. But you, the thing with the net curtain, I remember, although I don't remember it superbly, as I haven't had them for years, is that you can see through net curtains outwards, but you can't see inwards. Yeah, but not clearly, Ian. I want to have a nice, clear picture of who's walking on my street. But then you have a little, you just lift, lift up the net curtain and have a little look. No, but when I'm sitting there, you know, when there's a... You're a nosy a woman. special advertisement on the TV, you're bored of the TV, just look out. You're a nosy woman, aren't you, Nina? Ian, yes, that. you are a nosy, nosy lady. No, <laughs> aren't you? And my kids, just to say, I'm going to pick up my kids, and they love you, Ian. Please, quarter to four, give them a big shout out, Nadia and Adil. No, I can't do that. Oh, go on, Ian. I can't go. What? You always give them a shout, a shout out at quarter to four. Yeah, please, go on. But I, I, I won't remember to. Well, write it down. What? Write it down! But I've, I've got other things to do. I've got to speak to Patrick and Jerry and Steve. I've got to do the emails. I've got to... I haven't yeah, got... Just say no, hi, Nadia and Indeed, and they're going to be in shock. I haven't got time to do it. I'm doing a radio show. Ian, go on. I love you. Nina. No, you're a nosy woman. No, Ian! I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. No, maybe well, you might. Ma- you ma- might. Ma- maybe I won't, though. Maybe I, maybe I definitely won't do it. Blue in cheek. 
Oh, 08709090973 is the phone number. We're talking about being nosy, I guess, really. We're kind of talking about net curtains and things like that. But what have you... Okay, let's split this into categories. What have you seen through someone's window? Let's find that out, first of all. Had you, have you had a little look? Have you seen something quite shocking? Have, you must have seen, you know, like a couple getting it on or something. We should, I must admit, there's um, a place where I go on Sunday evenings. I walk down a street. It's kind of, I don't know where. It's near um, Essex Road, uh, and there's there's w- w- one flat that is on the ground floor, uh, and it's two women in there generally quite scantily clad. They're obviously roommates. There's no sexual, I don't think, thing going on. One's quite fit. One's really ugly, uh, but they're quite generally quite scantily clad. It's a little bit odd. That's a little bit strange. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine two three. Jerry's in the Northwood. Hello, Jerry. Hello there. Hello, Jerry. What can I do for you? Um. I think for a minor lack of general knowledge, yeah. um, Chris has been extremely denigrated over the last few days and been off the show. Yes. And it's extremely unfair. I mean, do you, do you know everything? Pretty much, Jerry, yes. But the point is, the, the point is, it wasn't well, so much... Cromwell or Farnham is an easy mistake. No, it's Anyone not, mate. Anyone could make it, and no. I don't care. No, Jerry, you're wrong. You're wrong. Now, Agent Chris is being punished because he got that wrong, because he was rude to me on the air, because he was rude to me off the air, because he didn't come in to work for two days. Yeah, but the two calls, one, the specialist said the only call I heard yesterday which was supposed to be Agent Chris was not Agent Chris, because he didn't have a Welsh accent. Agent Chris phoned in yesterday. You're defending someone. You don't even know who you're defending. You didn't have a Welsh accent you, do, you don't even know... Do you know everything, Jerry? I know that Agent Chris has a Welsh accent, and what you would... Stay there, Agent I'm going to do this! Your chance to win a... Thirty Ian Lee Afternoon Wilder Show, formerly known as the 3 r 4 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wilder Show. La, 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 Jerry's gone. He's arguing. I know what Agent Chris sounds like. He phoned up yesterday. He had a Welsh accent. Obviously, his Welsh accent isn't as good as mine because I'm brilliant at doing the accents. Well, please, I'm not. Let's just relax. Let's. Hello, Helen. You're doing an excellent job. Thank you. Let's just try and have a nice, relaxed, chilled show after the the fight fest that was yesterday. It's the weekend. Let's let's ease ourselves into the weekend with some good old-fashioned chat. What have you seen through windows? Oh, uh, where's a good place for me to go on holiday on my own, please? We'll find it after the news. Of the 70 and Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Well, there's an email from James Riley saying, Can you do the emails now, please? I'll do some of them now if you want me to, James. Why were you doing sending me that? Uh, Ian, when I was younger. We're asking what you've seen through people's windows, by the way. Uh, when I was younger, the neighbour opposite worked for an advertising agency. He had on his front window sill the large packet of Wrigley's spearmint gum that the girl carried under her arm in the TV advert. The thing is, I was sure it contained massive sticks of gum, but never had the guts to ask him in case he thought I was a burk. Rick from the South Corner. Well, you are a burk. Of course, wouldn't have gum in there, you damn fool. Uh, Ian, my daughter and I always look through people's windows, especially when it's dark. Yesterday, a family was sitting down having a meal. They know they're exposed. I have blinds and they're always shut, says Annie Croydon. Very quickly, Lucy from De Camberwell uh, says, Ian, I went with a friend to peer through the window of a house that was for sale that was meant to be empty. We pressed our noses against the window and found there was an entire family sitting in the living room staring back at us. We both screamed and ran away. Well, that's just craziness. That's just darn crazy. What have you seen through people's windows? Uh, no one has net curtains anymore. Only common people have net curtains. But, but, but if you don't have net curtains, it's an open invitation for people to look through your window. I think it's even acceptable to go up. I'm not condoning trespassing. That's naughty. That's bad. I think it's acceptable to walk up to the window and have a little nosy peek through. If they've not got net curtains, basically they're saying, have a look at all the stuff we've got. Got really good telly, got, um, like, loads of good... Have a look. That's what they're saying. Do you think I'm right? 870 is the phone number. 
I'm sure I'm right on this. Uh, also, today's show may be a little bit messier than normal because Agent Chris is no longer the producer. Um, he's, uh, what we call the technical operator, the tech op, uh, while Helen is uh, producing the show and doing an excellent job. An excellent job. Uh, Osama's in the car, Shulton, Osama. Hello. Hi, Ian. Hey, man, how's it going? Um, you know, after when you give me a call... Yes. Now, I was a bit embarrassed. You were embarrassed? Yeah. Let me explain. Let, say, Osama, let me explain what's happened, okay? This yeah. is a young fella I called up about an hour ago where we're doing this thing uh, where people can um, nominate a friend or a relative to receive a phone call from me and that I will call them up, we'll have a little chitty chat, and they're allowed to ask me one question, any question they want. Osama, do you want to hear the phone call back? Yes, please. Okay, this is what happened when we phoned... It was a nasty one, yeah? It was a... It was nasty one, what? Yeah, I think so. It was... It was quite... It wasn't that nasty. This is what happened when we phoned Osama up about an hour ago. Okay. Hey, is that Osama? Yeah. Hey, man, how's it going? You all right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, Hassan has told... This is Ian Lee on LBC 97.3. He's given me your phone number. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you... What... You, what are you doing? Are you at school? Yeah. Are you in a lesson right now? Yes, I am. What lesson are you in? Math. Oh, maths is so boring! So, it's Ian Lee from Radio Station. Do you want to speak to No. Why is that? I'm a teacher. Yeah, hello? Hello? Yep. You've got to go. Huh? You've got to go, have you? No, I can speak to you. Oh, well, very quickly, because you're in... What are you learning in maths? Oh, well... I think bull... Okay, well, that's, that's something. Uh, Summer, have you got a question you want to ask me? What question can I ask Where, Where's the teacher what's gone? Number? What? What's the fifth prime number? What's the fifth prime number? Yeah. That's the one question you want to ask me, is it? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, the fifth prime number is... Hang on a second, I can work this out. Um, it's 11. Oh, yeah. You're right. Thank you very much, Osama. Bye-bye. And that was the question he chose... That's the question you chose to ask me, Osama. Osama, we've had people asking how much you get paid. You can ask anything. You've asked me the fifth prime number, you fool. Yeah, that's the... That's why I think, I think I'm a big fool and I'm a bit embarrassed why I called you... Why I asked you that stupid question, you know? I should have asked you a much better one. You should have asked me a much better one. Yeah, and that's why I'm a bit embarrassed. I'm a bit shocked. You are very embarrassed and you're shocked. You're a fool, Osama, aren't you? Yeah, that's what I think, yeah. Yeah, you're correct, I think that. Nah, but, you know, I think it was your fault as well. What? What? How was it my fault, you cheeky... No, no, hang on. Don't you know what time school closes? No. No, it's 3.15 normally. I don't know that. I didn't know you were at school. Well, the, the email I received just said, call my mate Osama, he'll ask you a really good, embarrassing question. Yeah, well, I know that. It, that, that wasn't a question which I was going to ask. What you, well, sh- was, what you, what know, you should have... Math- Osama, you yeah. should have... Listen, here's my tip for you, young man. Yeah. Switch your phone off in maths and don't, nah. che- don't cheek your teacher. No, you know what? I didn't... He uh, sounded like a nice man. No, he was. I think oh, I don't like him, actually. Well, don't, I do, I, don't tell me his name, but he sounded like a nice fellow. Nah. Don't cheek your teachers. No, you know, you know what I was thinking? You, oh, I was waiting for an emergency call from home, and it was real cold. Don't, that's don't, don't blame that. That's not my fault, mate. Oh, if my you, Okay, on, what man. question would you like to have asked me? Um, I'll probably... Uh, where was it? I can't think about one. Yeah, because you're a fool. Uh, no. <laughs> Osama, you're a good sport, mate. Okay, thank Take you. care, fella. Bye-bye. <laughs> that's a good question. What's the, what's the fifth prime number? Good question. Darn good question. 
I'm, I'm chuffed that I remembered what a prime number is. I think I did, anyway. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the phone number. We're having a, we're being nosy today. When is it alright to have a look through people's things? I think it's alright to look through people's windows if they haven't got net curtains. If they haven't, it's more than acceptable to go up to the front window and have a little look through. To that, that peering thing. You know, when you're peering through. That's it. We've all done that, haven't we? We've all wanted to do that. That's fine, isn't it? Can anyone tell me that that's not alright to do that and that you haven't been tempted? And we're not condone, we're not saying, you know, go and break the law. We're not condoning trespassing. We're just saying we've all been tempted to have a little look through someone's window or through someone's things. 0870 Tell me I'm wrong. You know I'm right. You know I'm right on this one. No one can take the contradictory standpoint on this. It's always okay. It's always tempting. And we've all done it to have a little look through someone's window. Moksha's in the pearly. Hello, Moksha. Hi, Ian. Hey, how's it going? It's all right. Osama was a fool, wasn't he? Yes. Yes, never mind. Anyway, what can I do for you? I have to agree with you. I think you can look in. Yep. Especially if they haven't got any curtains or anything. As long as... I'm not saying... I'm not saying steal steal anything or break anything or vandalise or scare anybody. It's just... If the window's there, you might as well have a little look through. Yeah, might as well. Have you ever done it, Moksha? Uh, yes. Personal experience. A few years back, I went to my cousin's house in Crawley. Yep. And they've got, like, big houses and people there don't really have curtains and stuff. Yeah. So... Because we were getting bored, we thought we'll go to the park. Of course. On our way there, yes. Uh, we walked past this house, and you could see there were two guys there and a woman. Yeah. She kissed this guy goodbye, and whilst we were still walking past, he, um, he left. Yes. And then we went to the park. We were there for about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we obviously thought we'll make our way back home. Of course you did. You got bored. Well, what's there to do at the park these days for young people? Nothing. Not much, no. Boring, boring. <laughs> Um, yeah, so as we walked past the same house again, yeah. we looked in, and this other guy and that woman were on the couch. <laughs> well, they're, they're k- kissing, of course, is what we mean. So, yeah. With an, another man? Yes, and uh, they were fully... Hey, well, that's not very nice, is it? Well, the moral there, Moksha, is everyone should have a net curtain. Yes, they should, but the worst thing is that they actually saw us looking in, and it didn't stop them. They just carried on. Wow, that, that's very naughty. So, have you got net curtains in your house, Moksha? Yes. And so, you, so that no one can have a little nose through? Um, no, where we live, yeah. quite a lot of people don't have them. Yeah. Because it's quite a nice area and... Well. I don't know, it's nice. Are you, are you saying that your family's a bit common? No. No? Okay. Anything but common. Oh, uh, contract, you do sound very posh. All right. Okay. It has to be said. Moksha, listen, thank you very much for that. 08709090973 is the phone number. It's nearly the weekend. We for- I forgot to do this points thing. Do you think the bosses will be alright to let us do it next week? That should be alright, shouldn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit... Of a spe- oh, I shouldn't really... I won't, I, I won't mention it, but there's a points system that's been introduced here. And I should have done it today. Well, I'll have to do it Monday. Do you know what I mean? The bosses can, can stuff it. We'll do- I'm doing it Monday. I'm not, do- I'm not doing it now, because we won't get the required points. Richard's on the mobile! Hi there, Ian. Listen, uh, yes. um, it's going to be quick because I'm driving and it's not a bit naughty. Yeah. Um, uh, your head is full of net curtains, mate. I'm a maths teacher. Yeah. And you just told a summer off about um, the fifth prime number, didn't you? No, not about... I didn't tell him off about... prime number? Well, you told me it was a st- silly question. And you answered yeah. 11, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. The fifth prime number is seven, mate. Oh, mate. Well, he did, uh, well, well, I, I don't know. Well, well, so what? Tell me what they are, then. I've... One, two, three, five, and then seven. Oh, I didn't include yeah. two. Unlucky, mate. Unlucky. Unlucky. Right, I've got to go. Got a dash. But but who? Okay. But Richard, I didn't tell him. Out your head. Richard, I didn't tell yeah. him off. You told him it was a silly question. But it was a good question. It was a silly question to ask in that feature. 
Well, maybe so, but you've yeah. got to so, uh, you, mate. You, you're, you're, you're a... You're a nationwide on that one. Richard, you're a, t- you're a teacher, aren't you? Uh-huh. I don't like you. You, well, you remind me of the nasty, smug teachers I used to have at my school who want to get the last word in and then nip off because they're cowards yeah, and they can bully time, people. I'll tell you what, write it out 25 times. I shall do it, sir. Fifth prime number is seven. Thank you, sir. I want it on Monday. Yes, Thank sir. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, he reminds me of the slimy teachers. Do you know the slimy ones? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I got it wrong. <laughs> is it seven? Is two a prime number? Two you can divide. Two's not a prime... Is two a prime number? Because you can divide two. Because, uh, Oh, wait, seven... Uh, okay, uh, 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 who's this? Amia? Amia? Amaya. Ha- Amaya? Yep. Am- what's, the, what's the fifth prime number? It's seven. Oh, flipping... But you can divide two! Yeah, but prime numbers are numbers you can only divide by one in itself. Oh, I did... Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. <laughs> but at least you're telling me in a more polite way than that rude teacher. Yeah. It's, it's not your fault. I used to always forget it, but you get used to using it now. Okay, so, so what's the sixth... Is 11 is the sixth prime number. Yeah, it is. Oh, man, I'm gutted. And then the next one will be 13. It's still a silly question to ask me. I don't know. It's, it's one that tricks lots of people out. Yeah, but the, the point of that feature is that like, he can ask me anything he wants about, about me. Well, and he's asked me what the fifth prime number is. It did catch you out, though. But, 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 but <laughs> it's not meant to catch me out. It's meant to ask a revealing question that I have to answer truthfully. Maybe. Amaya, thank you very much. Hannah? Yeah? Hello? Hi. Hey, Hannah, what can I do for you? Um, uh... I just um, realised when listening to the radio that one isn't actually a prime number. So the fifth prime number is actually 11. Come on, come on! Really, why isn't one a prime number? Um, because a prime number is a number that's divisible by one and itself. Yeah. So one is only divisible by one. And, and it's so se- one isn't a prime number. But itself is one as well. Yes, but it's divisible by one and itself. Yeah. And one is only divisible by one. And it's also divisible by itself, which is one. But that doesn't count because it's the same thing. Well, exactly, but itself is one. I know that, but, um, I definitely know that one is... Is one, Hannah, is one divisible by itself? Yes. Is one divisible by one? Yes, but they're the same thing. But then it's a prime number. No! A prime number is divisible by two things, one and itself. Yeah, well, well, is one, is one, I'll ask you again. Is one divisible by one? Yes. Is one (laughs) divisible by itself? Yes. There we go, it's two things. It doesn't matter that they're, they're the same. thing. No, I, I, go to, um, I go to a private school, and we've been doing this recently, and would, I definitely know that one is not a prime number. Would you say, would you say for me, Hannah, my name is Hannah, and the fifth prime number is 11? Yes, my name is Hannah, and the fifth prime number is 11. Hannah, thank you very much for that. Let's get the latest travel news now from the LBC Travel Room with Simon Bennett. Thank you very much. We're looking at delays on the M20. No, no prime, no, the whole prime number. <laughs> Uh, Danny's on the M20 coastbound between Junction and Mothership. Oh, Nadia and Adil is a big shout-out. Now, sorry, if you may have heard me speaking over the travel news, that's because Agent Chris is do- controlling the desk and he's not doing a very good job. Oh it's, the, oh, it's the easiest job to do in the world, isn't it? Oh, it's easy, isn't it? Uh, hello, behind the glass. If we can get that teacher's phone number, there was a stroppy teacher who phoned up about five minutes ago. If you've still got his number and didn't throw it away in disgust, get him on the phone. I want a word with him. Because we... Th- this... <laughs> Oh, is it, but let, let me leave a message for him. Let me leave a message for him. He's gone to answer phone because he's not answering because he knows he's wrong. I'm... Here we go. Hello, uh, Richard. Uh, this is Ian Lee on London's LBC973. You just called up and lied to London by saying that seven is the fifth prime number. I'm afraid you're wrong. One isn't a prime number. I've got proof. So, um... <laughs> up your bum. Quick, come off, come off. Quick, quick, quick. 
One isn't a prime number. Oh, hang on, Burley's closed down on me here. Should I be worried? Oh, it's, it's open here. Uh, one isn't a prime number. Everybody's emailing in. Chris is emailing in. Uh, David. Uh, oh, no, Chris is saying that one is a prime number. Uh, Daniel's saying it isn't. Uh, Stuart is saying that you're n- it's not a prime number. Paul is saying it. Another Paul is saying it. Um, Ian, this, this is great. Ian, one is not classed as a prime number. The list starts at two, so the slimy teacher was wrong. I suspect he taught PE and had ideas above his station. He should go back to ushering kids in to the showers. Um, yeah, one isn't a prime number, so I'm right. Thank you. I think, although I could do with a little bit more evidence to back me up. He was, it was stroppy, so-and-so, wasn't he? Uh, Paolo's in the Heathrow. Hello. Pa- hello, Paolo. What a can of, what a can of uh, uh, worms you open there, eh? Oh, well, yeah, who'd have thought the prime numbers could, be, could uh, provoke such uh, provocative and I- inventive uh, debate? Isn't it, isn't it? Isn't it just? The, the, listen, the, the reason I ring... Yes. Um, and before I ask you to say good afternoon to you anyway. Good afternoon to you, sir. So rude. Um, Clive Bull has been talking about a dog or something about two doors down. What was it all about? Oh, did you hear it? No. What he was, he had some fella, I think it was called Ian by coincidence, who phoned up, I can't believe I'm doing this, uh, and said, I'll tell you what, Clive, to- I'll tell you what, Clive, tomorrow I'm going to tell you a story about the dog two doors down from me. Okay. So the ne- everyone's listening the next day. It was, just, it was a gimmick, it worked. Everyone's listening the next day. The guy phoned up the next day. Clive, I can't talk, I'm at work, I've got a delivery coming, but I will, tomorrow, I will tell you about the dog that lives two doors down from me. Everyone listens the next day, and it was just a really rubbish joke, Paolo. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it was a really bad joke. I, f- I thought it was, but, but the, the way Clive was telling you, it was, it was all about you. Well, what? I think that's the way he was selling it. He was selling it, it was all about Ian Bling's dog two doors down. No, there. not my dog, it was another Ian dog, Ian pa- Paolo. Oh, was it? But Clive didn't know it was going to be a bad joke. I'm I'm campaigning, and I'm going to send Clive an email later on to get this other Ian blacklisted for for the rest of the year, because I think he wasted a lot of people's time. He's very naughty. Isn't he? Isn't it just? It wasn't my dog. I haven't got a dog. And tell their teacher to go back to school. He's wrong, isn't he? He's wrong. Paolo, you're a legend. Thank you very much. Annabelle's in the Woodford. Hello, Annabelle. Hello, Ian. Hey, Annabelle. What's the fifth prime number? Eleven. You know it makes sense, girlfriend. Exactly, I've had a maths lesson today. And so you know that? Yeah. That teacher was, oh, that teacher was too cowardly to answer his phone and that makes me mad. Mm. Everybody's emailing in. Uh, Matthew says, number one is an exception and not classed as a prime number. Yeah. Your current caller is correct. One is not a prime number because it only has one factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go. Um, yeah, I'm right. Anyway, Annabelle, what could I do for you? Oh, um, you know, you're talking about when, if you look through windows and yes. what you see. Yes. Um, well, I was walking in Hampstead once. Yes. Because um, he was going on a picnic in a park. Yeah. And um, my mum's friend told me um, that it was Jonathan Ross's house. Uh oh. And um, he he has a big blue front room yeah. with um, like stri- um, bold navy stripes. Hang on, on it. So hang on. You're you're gonna, you're you're going to describe to us Jonathan Ross's living room. Yeah. I think we can do this legally because I think we can. Annabelle, tell us what 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 you saw. Uh, so I've I've said about the walls. I yeah. think there was like a green carpet, <laughs> and um, and it's like and there was a doll's house in there, uh-huh. and a, and a few brightly coloured. Um, How did you know this was Jonathan Ross's house? Because um, my mum's friend had seen him walk out there one day. What's the thousandth prime number, Annabelle? I don't know. It's seven thousand nine hundred nineteen. Well, that's good. Yeah, I just worked it out while you were talking. Sorry. <laughs> 
And um, also, it's really horrible how people are um, being really mean about you um, did, um, on the radio. Did you hear it yesterday? Yeah. Everyone was phoning up to have a go at me. Yeah, there's no point. You're the best on the radio anyway. Annabelle, I love you. What are you doing this weekend? Anything exciting? Um, I'm going dancing oh, and gosh. I'm going around my friend's house. Hey, nice. Well, have a lovely time. Thank you very much for that. I feel like I've been inside Jonathan Ross's house. Uh, Ian, go and ask Jeeves. Uh, and ask the question for God's sake, so then we can settle this argument and get on to something more interesting. Well, so yeah, Jeeves doesn't know anything, though. So, oh, all right, don't, hey, listen, there's no need to email me uh, anymore about the prime numbers. But, but thank you very, very much. Everyone, hang on, let me just quickly oh, we'll go through these. Uh, one is definitely not a prime number. Uh, David is saying that. Um, Stephen is saying that. Uh, Jamie is saying that. Uh, that was, go through these, okay. Chris. Uh, okay, right, for no more about the prime numbers. Thank you. Nadia's in the Wilsdon. Hi, Ian. Hello, Nadia. How are you? Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for giving me and my brother a shout-out. Oh, no, you're, you're, you're not, you're the Nadia. Oh, yeah, I'm the Nadia. And how's Adil? Is he right? Yeah, he's fine. Your mum you. phoned up and she was going, oh, give Nadia and Adil a shout-out. <laughs> God, you got to do it, because uh, I'm picking them up, and if you don't do it, you're a horrible man, and we'll make sure we, <laughs> we're going to go and listen to Danny Baker, and we all will hate you she's and stuff like that. You're listening to me now. <laughs> oh, she, oh, well, in that case, we well, yeah, <laughs> You know you sounded like a mad teacher when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't I, Josh? Now, Nadia... Oh, yeah, I just want to say, Ian, yeah, that um, I've actually got uh, written proof in front of me that one is a prime number. What, uh, I was looking through my revision book, actually, mathematics. That one, and is, one a, is a prime number. That one is a prime number. It is a prime number. How do you know that? You have to ring the maths teacher and apologise because it's in my revision book. No, but did you write it down? No. Is, is it's actually printed. Yeah, it's printed. Well, how come I'm getting so many emails from people saying that two is the first yeah, prime number? I'm, I'm revising it, though. <laughs> Nadia, you're yeah. revising it wrong. One is not a prime number. It is. One it isn't. Is. One isn't. It, is. it isn't. Okay. Well, you know, you need to look for the... Um, yeah, and you need... You're going to fail your maths. <laughs> you're going to fail your maths and you'll I never... <laughs> well, there you go, you see. That's why one is not a prime number. Right, who has sent me this? Someone has just sent me, uh, this is, um, JS, I think. Uh, sent me the funniest page on the internet. Go to eBay, if you've got a computer, go to eBay, type in broken pencil. Someone's selling a broken pencil. Sadly, no photograph is yet available for 11 pence. Pencil, one, broken. No photo, but will supply signed certificate of authenticity. This is the only broken pencil currently in my ownership. Bid with confidence. Um, if this item is purchased by a foreigner, I will require payment in real currency. So get down to your bank and have them convert into pounds sterling. And then there's all these questions. Uh, do you have any broken pens or rubbers for sale, or is it just the pencil? Are you a pencil dealer, or is this a one-off sale? I've been accused of many things in my life, but this is the first time that this most heinous insult has been cast upon me. Pencil dealer! It's very funny. Uh, Amethyst, behind the curtains. Hello, Amethyst. Hi, I wanted to say, um... That once I had a friend over in my house. Yeah. And I went to the toilet and I came back and she pulled out all my drawers and... What? She was looking in my cupboard and everything. Why? Why was she doing that? I don't know, but she's done it before and she... And before she stole out my house quite a few times. Well, she sounds like the sort of friend you shouldn't be hanging out with, Amethyst. I know. Stop being friends with her. Well done, you. My friend even, um... No, my mum even caught her stealing something. Yeah. Um... 
in her pocket when she was leaving the house, but she didn't really want to say wow. anything because wow. her mum and dad were there and yeah. it was sort of like embarrassing because they're friends as well. Yeah, well, Amethyst, I'd be very careful who you invite over to your house. Yeah, I will. But thank you very much for that, Amethyst. Now, um, Helen behind the glass as producer. Oh, you, 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 you're. T- what? I should have received a parcel today. It's not here. Would you be able to check with the post room to see if it's if it's arrived? Is that possible to to do that for me? I know that. Yes. Thank you very much. Excellent stuff. Um, Helen and Chris have swapped roles. It's a little bit confusing, but that that's part of the job is to check this parcel that should have arrived here. Mandy's in the crouch end. Hello. Amethyst. 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 We finished with you. Put your phone down. Yeah, she's gone. Mandy. Hello there. In the crouch Hi. end. Massive, in, in Hatch End, actually. Hatch, Hatch End. Hatch End. Hatch End. Where's Hatch um, End? Uh, in Harrow, near Harrow, Pinner. Oh, OK, OK. I can be posh and say Pinner, but I'm really Hatch End. Well done you for being honest with me. <laughs> You've got net curtains, haven't you? No, I haven't. What channel are we on? Pardon? Who's that shouting what channel in the background? Oh, my son. Oh, bless him. Oh, oh upstairs, running away upstairs. Yeah, good. Now, yes, Mandy. Right, maths teacher says there are... That two is a prime number because it has two factors. That is the definition of a prime number. Right. Must have two factors, so one can't be because it doesn't have two factors. And you're a math teacher. I am indeed. The, and you said the thing is now, if you'd been teaching me maths, I'd have done well. You're not as smug as that horrible bloke who phoned up earlier. I'm you haven't you slagging off math teachers? I can't. No, I'm not slag. I'm sl- only slagging off the smug, nasty ones. You sound delightful. Thank you very much. Do you? Could you? Could you offer me private lessons? I would love to, if you can make me laugh like you do every day. Yeah, that's, that, that might not be possible, as I have a team of, uh, of monkeys that write this nonsense for me. Well, there we go. One is not a prime number. If you're being taught it is, you're learning incorrectly. Uh, we're still looking through people's windows. Uh, Agent Chris and Helen think I need a holiday. I'm not convinced by it. Should I go on one? Take your calls after this. There we go. Now. Hang on a second. Sorry. Yes. Enough of the emails. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, thank you, everybody's emailed in. We, we, one, yes, one is not a prime number. Okay, one is not a prime number. It can't be. How do I? Okay, how, I, I've got to send an email. I'm going to send an email. How do I? What's the email address for the post room? We, is, is there? Is there an email post? That's not. No, that's not come up with anything. That would automatically come up with something, wouldn't it? No, no, you, you're not pressing the button to speak to me. I, this, I know this is not very good radio, but I'm stuff. Just this, this young chap is convinced that this this package should have arrived to, for me today. I can't hear you. You've got to press a button to talk to. This is Chris, by the way, who's who's Helen and Chris have swapped jobs. Josh. Okay, okay, no, that him, that that that. Okay, hang on a second. Uh, hello. Okay. Sorry, sorry, M- uh, Margaret in the Berkhamsted. Yes, hello. Margaret, uh, very quickly, I'm just sending an email. One second, I do apologise. Okay, Hang on. that's all right. Hello, Josh. A parcel should have... So, oh, this is really, really rude, I know. Arrived for me today. Do you have it down there? Ian, and put a kiss, because that's nice to do that. We'll send that off. OK, let's see what happens. Now, Margaret, hello. Oh, hello, Ian. Yes. I'm just ringing to say I think your show is fantastic. No, that's very kind I'm of you. I'm an elderly lady coming yes. up to 82. Didn't and I laugh from beginning to end. I was very, very sad yesterday in about oh. the whole thing. But I, I think your jokes about the elderly people, you know, it's tongue-in-cheek. 
Well, you don't mean them. I'd love to have you for a grandson. <laughs> I really I would. Oh, I'd love to have. I don't have any grandparents now. I'd love to have you as my grandmother. Okay. Could I, you I, adopt I, me as a grandmother? Does that work? I would. Yes, indeed. Well, let's. Who? Do, where, where do we get the papers from? Because I'm genuine <laughs> about this, Margaret. I want a grandmother again. I want <laughs> it to be someone. Do you make cakes? Well, I don't now, Ian. Ah. I used to, but. Ah. Um, uh, I'm afraid I sit back now and enjoy. Oh, okay. oh well, that's okay. Time and I would, I would bring you cakes if you were oh, my grandmother. Oh, well, that's lovely. Well, we'll keep in touch, Ian. Will you? Well, listen. Will you call? Will you call in any time you want, Margaret? And if your name comes up on the screen, you can yes. jump the queue and come straight on air. Oh, bless you. That's Let, lovely, Ian. What that's are you doing? What are you doing this weekend, Margaret? Anything nothing nice? Nothing the week. No, nothing this weekend. A nice lazy weekend. Yes, lazy Excellent. weekend. Excellent. So, well, listen. Thank you for your but, kind call. Uh, yes, and. Uh, all the best, Ian. Lots of love. Love, lots of love to you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Nicest call we've had this week. Not e- easily the nicest call we've had this week. Isn't that nice? After all of the shenanigans of yesterday, the shouty shenanigans that we had yesterday. I don't know if you missed yesterday's show. It, it, it all started off so well. We were getting rid of uh, rounds in pubs. Agent Chris wasn't here. Helen was in charge. It was going superbly. And then there was an obnoxious backlash. People just went mental. Ah, oh, dear. Anyway, sorry, we're talking about something here. I should really, uh, kind of redress the- Oh! Before I bring up the topics, every day, 5.38, we have a daily correspondent update. Where are the correspondents? They've not called in yet. Next week, three of you are gonna get the sack. Because this is not good enough. The correspondents, if you don't know, there's a, there's a list on the LBC website that tells you who exactly they are. But I have correspondents covering uh, 60 different topics. They can be specific or quite vague. Uh, and they phone him. And every day we have a short, uh, little update from them, a little factet that we get from them. They've been a little bit slack at getting in touch with me, it's got to be said. So I do want two correspondents on the telephone, 0870-9090973. This is for the 530... If you want to guarantee that you, you don't get the sack next week, you better have a... give us a call now. Okay, that's that put out. And I, I, I'm getting... I'm getting peed off, LBC'd off, that I have to keep putting this plea out. That I'm not getting... People should be volunteering to come in. Oh, this is a dilemma, isn't it? This is a dilemma taking place here. Uh, okay. When have you looked through people's windows? What have you seen through people's windows? Do you agree with me that if they don't have net curtains, open season? It's open season. You can go and have a look through. Simple as. Have you done that? Have you had a little sneaky peek through someone's window? What have you seen them doing it? We've already had one young person who saw a couple... <clears throat> ...kissing. I think they were doing a little bit more than that, let's just say. And does anybody have net curtains? We had a we had a brilliant picture of a man. Uh, I can't remember who it was now. Uh, and his net curtains. It was a very amusing picture, and I've lost it now. Was it? Oh, it wasn't Marty. I don't know. We've lost in the sea of prime numbers. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three three nine. Also, Agent Chris thinks I need to go on holiday. He thinks I'm getting because of the show yesterday. He thinks I'm getting a little bit stressed out. I haven't had a holiday. I didn't have a holiday at all last year. Didn't really work that much last year. I only worked at weekends for most of it. But I've been doing this for four months now. And I, uh, should I have a break? The thing is, because of with Fifi working and stuff, I'm probably going to go on holiday on my own. Is that? Can you do that? That's quite sad, isn't it? To go on holiday on your own. That's quite sad. That's quite sad. What? How, can I do that? I don't want to go on a cruise. Well, I don't want to go on a cruise. Uh, w- w- 0870. Nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Where should I go on holiday? Can I go on holiday on my own legitimately? Uh, <laughs> stop. Will you, Chris? Stop messing around with the lights in there. Seriously. When, when Helen runs the desk, the, the lights stay at a level that I can see everybody. 
Well, just let go. Don't touch those buttons. Where would be a good place for me to go on holiday on my own? City break or beach holiday? You can't do a beach holiday on your own, can you? It could be quite dangerous. That sand can burn you. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. So the agent Chris bunked off to Liverpool. It turns out for the last couple of days, he's told me not to go there. It's freezing cold. It's miserable, and it's only good if you like the Beatles in a naff form. Now I like the Beatles, but not in their naff form. I like them in their best form. I don't. I ah. Oh, I need a break, but I don't want to take. I don't. I've done this before in jobs. You take a week off work, but you don't go anywhere. So you're just at home. And then, uh, by the third or fourth day, you think, I'm gonna pop into work, see what everyone's doing. I'm not doing that. If I, if I take a week off, I wanna have a holiday. Otherwise, goddammit, I'm gonna work straight through. 0870 is the phone number. Uh, more of a course after a wee bit of this. My knickers are knackered, I see with much. Why does Chris want you to take a holiday? The word on the street is he's planning a coup. Watch your back. So Stephen in the chest. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm a bit tired. I could do with a break. Be nice to have a week off. I don't, I'm going on holiday your own. It's, it's sad. It's not a very good thing to do, surely. Uh, any suggestions? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Chris is in the Cheshunt. Ches- good, afternoon, good afternoon, Ian. Chesh, is it Cheshunt? It's Cheshunt. 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 Yes, I know. Listen, listen, yes. Ian. Yes. Ian, yes. Ian, yes. Um, yesterday, I've been listening to um, you know LBC for a long time, and I don't normally call in, but I tell you what, yesterday I couldn't even get through. I was desperate to call and back you up. Hey, mate, what, thank you. What, what's wrong with these people? Oh man, we they, had a lot of idiots calling what, yesterday. What is wrong? They. They, they clearly don't get you. They listen, but they don't yeah. get you. Yeah. You know, clearly, if they listened to you and understood what you were saying, you know, they wouldn't get so upset. They mm. just haven't got a clue. And it really wound me up. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, if you're not here in a year's time, there's going to be trouble. <laughs> Chris, I don't know about a year's time. Give it six months. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You're going to be around a long time. You're going to be I long don't. after that. No, I, I just wanted to say it really wound me up. For all those people who are listening, who have, you know, got a bone, you know, got, got some, um, you know, needle with you, tell them just turn off, please. Because there are people out there, and there are lots of us who enjoy listening to you, and it's just, you know, we just don't care about them. Chris, you're a, somewhere else. you're a top fella, mate. Thank you very much for that. No problem, man. Thank no you problem. very much. I've had a lot of lovely emails as well. A lot of rude emails as well. After If you missed yesterday's show, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there were a lot of people phoning up, having a go at me. Uh, and it was, yeah, no, it was good fun. They, it was easy, but the problem was they weren't very good at arguing. That's, that's where it fell down, is that none of them actually knew what their, what their argument was. So, it, it wasn't, you know, there was no real argument, because I just destroyed them quite easily. They were idiots, uh, they had very weak points, they didn't really know what their issue was. They wanted, basically, they didn't like the show, and they wanted to have a pop at me. But they, so they pretended that they actually had another reason for, fo- it was just silly. Very, very silly. But thank you to all the lovely emails I've had. Uh, which has made me feel a lot better. Thank you. Uh, the cabby, cabby formerly known as Steve. Good afternoon, Ian Lee. Hello, cabby formerly known as Steve. And good afternoon. Can I call you Ian Lee, or should you want me to call you Magic? Uh, you call me Ian Lee today. Magic Alex is, is a name I use just at weekends now. Oh, right. Have you... Listen, you're a regular listener to to the show and to LBC, aren't you? I am. Have you you noticed all of the uh, mistakes that Agent Chris has been making, Steve? Oh, it's much better now that Helen's the producer, isn't it? Well, the the show's better, but the content, I think, is much better. We've kind of really uh, cranked everything up a gear. But Chris is is doing Helen's old job, and he's firing the jingles off at the wrong time, and earlier on when uh, the news was still being done, he fired off the travel jingle. It's just... this This is LBC, for God's sakes. It's better than this. Well... 
He's got the needle about something. Yeah, well, he's got the needle, the fact that he's not the producer of this show anymore. He snoozed, he lost. So, does he lose any money for that, then? Yes, he will. He'll take a substantial pay cut. And Helen's getting more money. Helen will get more money, so I'll certainly make sure to that, yes. Uh, and so Helen's getting a lot of money? Well, no, no, not in the the, the, the... the phrase, a lot of money, could not be associated with this station. Apart from, of course, the big quiz with Gary King. Absolutely. That was exciting, wasn't it? She nearly won 100 grand, she, eh? She nearly did. Nearly. Nearly. Yeah, that was exciting, wasn't it? Um, I found it exciting. It was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah. Are you any good at quizzes, Steve? Um, football quizzes. Football quizzes? Football quizzes. Okay, who won the FA Cup in 1963? Ah! 1963 was Leicester City. Was it really? No. Uh, <laughs> you could have... sounded good. It, it did sound good. You could have had me then. Uh, Steve, what can I do for you? You've called in for a reason. It's not just to, to slag off Agent Chris, is it? Well, one of the reasons was... <laughs> but if you want another reason... Yeah, go on. Another reason, yeah. <laughs> Someone down our, our road, no yes. curtains on the window, got yep. one of these massive plasma televisions. Oh, dirty. When I say big, I mean big. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, I had a few friends over, come round to watch the football, watching Sky, saw the first half, all good and everything. Second half, my Sky telly went. Uh-oh. Absolutely just went. And we want to see the second half. So we all quickly legged it down the road, sat outside his house, watching it on his plasma telly. But, so, how, how did you, how did he not know you were watching I, it? Oh, he did. He started, he banged on the window. So, you know, he got a bit annoyed when we asked him for seven cups of tea and one cup of coffee. <laughs> so, he was... Hey, what? Steve, it's... Who's that? Your brother. My brother? Is this Steve? It's Colin. God dear me. God, oh, you come down in the world listening to this radio station. I thought you had a bit of taste. Is it, is it you, Steve? It is me, Steve. No, shut up. Is it you or not? Well, well, how can I prove it to you? When are you coming over to me? What day? March uh, or what? Oh, I don't know. Sometime, sometime in March. Well, in March, I can't remember. You are. It's always
Uh, uh, Steve, there's someone else wants to say hello to you. Oh, my God. Hi, Steve. Don't oh, me. this is sexy, Sue. I recognise oh, that voice any time. You talk to me like that and you won't inherit the bags. Oh, it's, it's Sheila. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hello, Blanche. How are you, darling? Hi, Who's this? How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, when I hear your voice, uh, Blanche, I always feel better. That's because you want to inherit the bags I won from LBC. Well, we don't talk about the bag, but how are you feeling, Blanche? You know, I mean, that bag's definitely mine, isn't it? Yes, they're both. I won two. They're both yours. Two bags? Yes. Oh, my. Forgive me the third one. Oh, my God. See, this here, and this is Blanche. Hello, Blanche. Hi. She's won two bags off of LBC. She's left them to me in her will. Well, I hope you'll be around for a long time, Blanche. Well, th- yeah, but the thing is, Ian, I want the bags. Well, <laughs> you can't bump her off, though, Steve. Yeah, too oh, good. But they're, they're nice bags, you know. I'm sure they're lovely bags. Listen, it, thanks very much. I've got no idea what just happened there. The show was hijacked. I do, I do not know what happened in the last ten minutes. I'll listen back to that at the weekend and try and make... Uh, totally got on my holiday, holiday on my own. I've had loads of women invite me on a holiday. Deb is, say, is saying, Ian, I'm going to the Lake District with a friend tomorrow for a week to chill if you fancy it. Two girls, both police officers. It's the best offer I've had in years. More of that after the news. Our 4 till 7, Ian Lee, afternoon minus show. Oh, dear, it's nearly the weekend. It is nearly the weekend, which is kind of cool. Uh, I'm just trying to find something on my computer here. Hang on a second. Give me a second. Play, play, play the music. Play the music loud and proud. Ah, uh, there we go. Found what I need. Uh, let's do some of these emails. Mitch has emailed in, again, saying that uh, one is not a prime number. Uh, he also says, on the note of looking through windows, my teacher had his bank details stolen through the window of a sta- offer statement on his fridge. Uh, furthermore, paper money is actually made from linen, not paper. Is that true? Well, I never. Uh, Liz says, Hi, the picture of you on the website makes you look very girly. Your eyes are very pretty. It says Liz, but the email is from someone called Ian McLaren. That's the email address. I'm guessing Liz is uh, fraudulent. Uh, Ian, great show so far, although I can't really see the point in prime numbers anyway. What are they for and why do they even exist? Maybe I'm being stupid. Well, you kind of are, Dan. They exist just because they exist. They weren't invented. They just became... Ian says, Sean, I once watched Aliens 3 through a neighbour's window using binoculars. It was from about 150 yards away. I had the sound on my TV turned up and the brightness turned down. It was actually better watching it this way and would be recommended. Can can I just say, where the hell are the correspondents? If you're listening to this and you're a correspondent, you better pick up your phone pretty darn quick, young people. And old people alike. Because if we don't get the correspondents calling in, I'm going to sack everybody. If we don't get correspondence today, I'm going to sack everybody. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. It's Gary in the Marylebone. Ian. Hey, Gary. All right, mate. I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you, eh? I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. Thank you, Gary, but you've done that already. You don't need to do that again, mate. Right. Now you can I let me apologise for London oh, for swearing right. on Ian Lee's show. And I accept your apology, Gary. I genuinely do. Thank you. It's, it's a big man to do that. I Please. For London all right. For swearing on Ian Lee's show. I've got a bone to pick with you, Gary. Go on. I heard you on Clive Ball's show. Yeah. Yeah. What? What about it? Slagging me not, off a little bit, were you? Not telling this moody joke. No, it wasn't. No, that wasn't you. But you were saying. Ah, uh, uh, 
yeah. You, you were slagging me off me. on Clive Ball show. No, you, you thought you, you got the better of me, what, yeah. and you. Uh, I think you owe me an apology. I apologise for you London, did for swearing on Ian Lee's show. Yeah, don't apologise for that. Apologise for slagging me off. Did you apologise to me or not? I apologise to you. Yeah. For what? It takes a man. That's right. What I did I apologise for? For trying to mug me off on the sh- on the radio. I didn't try and try and what trying to what you off. You know. I didn't try and mug you off. Oh, you did. You're, you're a little, I know, you get running between me and Clive and telling tales and make, oh, making stories up. You're a, you're a Walter Mitty, you're a fantasist, Gary. <laughs> you're one <laughs> of them lunatics. Look, it took a man to apologise to me, so I'll apologise to you, yeah? I apologise for London Stop. for swearing Stop. on Ian Lee's show. Stop apologising for swearing. <laughs> and then, and then when you're talking to Clive, he dumped you, because you said bumlick. Did he? Yeah, he dumped that bit. Yeah, but no, he kept the right. He kept the call on. He, he kept the call, but he dumped. He yeah. dumped that seven seconds. Oh, Are you he? saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was right, right to do. That's yeah, no, that's fair enough. Fair enough. But look, yes. Why was you trying to get me banned? For say, for, I never said saying something. I never said. I never tried to get you so, banned. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You said, mate. Like, you said uh, whoever told that moody joke on uh, Clive Ball's show, he said, "I think it was Gary. We should ban him." When I did, when did I say that? Yesterday. No, I said it was a bloke called Ian. Uh, I know you found out that afterwards. But no, it's a bloke called Ian. First found no, out. No, bloke... tried to get me banned. I did. Last night I heard it. It was I a bloke called. Coming up yesterday, but you wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> wouldn't answer the phone. What are you talking about? Because I'm scared of you, isn't it? Yeah, you blame me. Yeah, of course you are. It was a bloke called Ian who, who did the joke on Clive's show. He was. Why are you trying to take the credit don't for that don't call? Tell me. Well, it was. I know it was him. <laughs> well, well, why are you trying try to put it on to me? Why are you trying to take the credit for a really bad call? For a bad joke, yeah. Well, but why are, you trying, why are you taking you the credit for it? For a bad joke. Oh, you're insane. Oh, look, look, I've got two, look, I've got two Welsh people, ladies, it happens in the back, talking about Agent Chris. Hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. I apologise for London oh, God. for swearing on Ian Lee's show. I accept your apology. What? I heard you, Gary, you phone up Clive, you're going, all right, Clive, yeah, I was, you're an Ian Lee geezer, your best mate, well, I was on his show, and he was trying to have me over, yeah. but he could, he was being all polite, and he couldn't cut me off, so I had him, Clive, I got the better of him, I spun it round, I got him to apologise, to me! It's not even a good impersonation. It's a bloody good... OK, ah. listen, if anyone wants to phone up and do an impersonation of Gary, you'll get straight on the air. 0870 ah. 973 Phone up now and do an impersonation of Gary. Gary, say something so people can impersonate you. What do you want me to say? Uh, just anything in your... In your hey? so just, just say, I apologise to London for swearing on the Ian Lee show. I've already said that. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee show. Well, thank you for saying it again. I'll, I'll have, let me have a go, let me have a go. If, if you want to call in genuinely, yeah, have a go. I apologise to London for swearing on the Ian Lee show. God. Let's see if line, line two, can you do a better impression of Gary? I apologise to London... <laughs> for swearing on the Ian Lee show. <laughs> now that was pretty good, wasn't it, Gary? Hey, that was hey, good. Why nonsense? <laughs> Let's try line three. Th- like you, you big star. <laughs> line three. Can you do an impression of Gary? I apologise, London, for swearing on the LBC Lee's. Mr. Words up. Yeah, no, he missed the words. It was a good voice, though, wasn't it? Gary, marks out of ten. Mark, Gary, you can be our judge. Marks out of well, ten. I've got to be the judge. Yeah. Morning. All right. How, how many marks out of ten for that last one? Well, that last one? Yeah. Ah, uh, he got it all wrong, didn't he? Uh, marks right. out of ten. Five. F- five. All right, let's go to line four. Line four, do an impression of Gary. Who, mm. hey, me? Yeah, go on. 
Oh, no, come on, little mate. Bring me back. It's me, Billy Mitchell. I apologise. Don't, 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 don't. Who's that? I know that voice. Do you? He's gone. Yeah. Mark's out of ten. Ah, the plum. No, no, that was my cousin. Do you know that? <laughs> OK, let's go to line four. Line four, do an impression of Gary. Hello, my name's Gary. Is that any good? <laughs> that was rubbish. Even I'll say yeah, that. Was... This is what you need to say. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. OK, let's go to line four. Line four, can you do an impression of Gary? Hello? Yeah, do an impression of Gary. I apologise to London for swearing on the Ian Lee show. <laughs> that, that was a good one. That was good. <laughs> that was a, that was about a seven out of ten, surely, mate. <laughs> Wasn't it? Nah, nah, four. four. Go, let's go. Can we go enjoy this? Can we go to <laughs> line five? Can you do an impression of Gary? Nah. I apologise to London for swearing on the Ian Lee show, geezer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bell, one. Seven. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> let's do another one. Can we, uh, can we go to line... Uh, I missed what you said there, Chris. Let's go to line three. Line three, you're on the air. Uh, hello. Um, uh, I apologise for, 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 for swearing on that in the Elvis show. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> got Tourette's, has not it? That was rubbish. That was rubbish. Mark's out of ten, Gary. Oh, that's no good. Hey, I had Tourette's. No, two, All right. Two. two. Okay, let's go to line three. Line three, do an impression of Gary for me. <laughs> Come on. Is that me? Yeah, do an impression of Gary. I forgot what I was going to do there, mate. Well, do, on, you've got to say this. Hang on. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. That's Steve Allen, isn't it? <laughs> It was Steve Allen, I'm sure it was. Let's try this one. Line four, do an impression of Gary for me. Yeah, I apologise to London for swearing on Ian Lee's show, and I sound like Ken Livingston. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting worse. (laughs) We've got hunger dudes for another minute, I don't care. Line four, impression of Gary, please. Hello? Hello, give us an impression of Gary. I apologise to London for being on the Ian Lee show. (laughs) (laughs) Is this weird for you, Gary? Uh, This is is funnier than the the moped thing yesterday. Let's uh, have another one. Line five, five, give us an impression of Gary. You're the last one. I apologise to Ian for swearing on his show. Trying to mug me off, (laughs) goes (laughs) up! He's the winner, I think. Yeah, should you in? Yeah, eight, ga- out we, eight out of ten, Gary, mate. Thank you very much for that. You're a good sport. Right, See you later. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. Maybe it wasn't, but it, that really made me laugh. <laughs> oh dear, more of your calls after a bit of this. We all put things to the bottom of the new mother show. Yes. Uh, Ian Agent Chris can't slag Liverpool. What a loser! Liverpool's brilliant. The rubbish Beatles bit is on the docks, where obviously it's cold. I think Liverpool's always cold, though, isn't it? You should never... I've learnt the hard way. Never diss a region. But Liverpool's a bit cack, isn't it? Um, oh, that's the, the lady police officers that want me to go to the Lake District. Oh, uh, even when I lived in Richmond, the couple in the house backing onto mine used to open the curtains when they were getting undressed. It wasn't a pretty sight, as they were at least 60-ish and not in good shape. My friends and I used to call them Muppets because of the way they looked. Says Helen from the Barnes, who's also invited me on holiday with her. 
Uh, Ian, and there we go. Ian, you should definitely come to the Bahamas on holiday. I can be your free tour guide. Bring Simon Bennett with you, too. I could show him a thing or two. I don't... I, 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 yes, Simon is, is a lovely chap, but I don't quite get uh, the whole the whole fascination with him. Simon Bennett rocks. Apparently so. Apparently so. Uh, 0870 uh, We are talking about looking through windows and being nosy. I do genuinely want some suggestions. Uh, so I've got, I'm getting a bit of a cold, I think. Uh, of where I can go for a holiday on my own that isn't too sad. I think it's a little bit pathetic. But uh, some tips will be quite handy. Nick's in the Thaxted. Hello, Nick. Hello, Ian. Hello, Nick. What can I do for you, sir? I think you're falling in with the wrong crowd, mate. Uh-oh, what does I that really mean? Do. In what I, way? I, th- I think you've, you've lowered the show, the tone of the show. And Uh-oh. the bloke that phoned up yesterday, dial a fug, you know, that offered to have a fight for you. Hmm. You know. I do, I do, Nick, what, what, what are you saying? I don't, know, I don't get your point, sorry. Well, he's probably shaving head. He'd rather on a tubby side. A bit like Brenda and Maureen off the bounty advert, I yes. should think. Yes, Um Offered to have a fight for you. You don't want people like that on your show. No. You're lowering the tone. Yeah. You know, before you know it, you'll be out of a job. You'll be in that dull queue. And you'll be in the, you'll be in the dull queue with that Mario. No yes. doubt. You know, Mario? Your mate? From Wilsdon, yeah. yes. yes. Mario's yeah, got a job, Wilsdon, hasn't he? Yes. Mario's got a job, hasn't he? Yes, he's got the same attitude as you, though, hasn't he? But, Nick, if you, if you remember, it wasn't... I, I said we don't condone violence on the show. I know. But you've, you've lowered the tone. Yesterday was absolutely yes. awful. Yeah. Uh, all your poor old listeners. Yeah, well, it's all those idiots. You, like that woman today that yes. phoned up and said she respects you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's setting a bad tone, I think. Right. I'm confused at the point you're making, Nick. Well, the point I'm making is that um, the show's going downhill fast. Right. It's, yesterday was quite entertaining, I must admit, but... But you just said it was a bad show, now you're saying it's entertaining. What? Well, it was entertaining, but you're attracting the wrong people. Right, what can I do to attract the right people, like you, I guess you mean? Well, like me? Oh, yeah, I'm a pillar of the community, I am. What yeah. can I do to attract the right people, Nick? What do I need to do to the stop right the show people, going well, downhill? I, I think you have to get away from the, um, the sort of... You're bringing it down to the sort of the, the same level as, uh, Walford. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I think you really need to do something about it. Well, give me an... I'm, I'm lost then, Nick. I'm, I'm in a... I'm in a, a, a dinghy without a paddle. What, what do I need to do? What do you need to do? Well, you need to smarten up your act. Well, no, I know, you keep you saying the same thing. Give me some substance, Nick. Well, how do I smarten up my act? Well, you need to be polite for a No, start. you don't Stop need to... Stop offering people out for a fight. I'm not... Hey, listen, I've never offered anyone out for a fight. You misheard that. That was a, a caller who called in and threatened me, and then someone phoned up and defended me. But we did a whole show well, where... again, you had this attitude, Ian. Nick, you know, Nick, you listen, you, you're... The, Nick, Nick, we did a show where we were polite, and it was really boring. I know, I know, but... There again, yeah. you know, you've, you've got to you've got to respect the people in the community that vote for you and make you the number one show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nick, I'm about the I'm about the 18th most popular afternoon London-based show in in London. Well, you used to be, you used to be. Yes, you're on a slippery slope, Ian. I know. I've, I think I've slipped right down to the bottom, though. It, well. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's I, I think, I, I don't, and the pole, the thing is, the pole is too slippery to climb back up. I'm there, I'm at the bottom, I, that's it, I'm washed up, Nick, it's over! I'm exactly. finished! Exactly. I'm finished, Nick, and only oh, you no. can turn it around for me, what do I do? What do you do? Well, you've got smart, mate, you've actually got to be polite to people. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, know, you just can't keep, you can't keep on this path, because you're going to end up falling in with the wrong crowd, and you're yes. going to end up with a good kicking. <laughs> you're annoying me now. 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 
I couldn't work out what was going on there. Was he for real or not? Mick's on the road. Hello, Mick. How are you doing, mate? All right. Oh, I'm fine, Mick. What can I do for you, fella? What a weirdo. Oh, uh, yeah, what he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice fella, though, bless him, whoever he may be. Get him off. He's gone. He's gone. We don't need people like that. I think you go, John, man. I tell you, I, the last that five minutes where, yes. you, where you actually were, uh, who's that, Gary? Is it? Yeah, no, people, Gary in the Marylebone. Yeah. I tell you what, that made me cry. I mean, I, I was driving at the time. Brilliant, mate. Was it Brilliant. genuinely funny? Because I was laughing, but sometimes uh, I get a little bit self-indulgent. Was it? What, did you, you found it funny? Did you? I was. At, I mean, I'm on my own. I'm driving, and I was. At, I was creeping up. It was. Br- I tried to get. I did get on. I got on the show. I done it, didn't I? Oh, you were one of them. You were one of them, were you? Oh, and, and you went. That's pathetic. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but hey, I've got to try. Mick, listen. Thank you for being uh, taking part in what what may become a regular feature impersonating Gary from the Marlborough. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping to be. I mean, I've been listening to the show now for a few months. And yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It, it's crazy, man. Hey, man, you're a top fella. Thank you, Mick. Much appreciated. Um. Oh, look, someone's, uh, sent me an MP3. Let me just put that in there. Oh, my memory's getting full on my emails here. Uh, Ian, please tell me what Triple M stands for, says Chelsea and Upman. It's Mixed Mental Mayhem. I can't remember why we called it. I know it's because of Mick, who's, by coincidence, just sent me an email. But, um, I think he came up with the name, actually. And we get shortly Triple M, and it's where we take the call straight to air. We'll be doing that after six, uh, if you must know. Um, someone sent me MP3s. I hope these are all MP3s... That, uh, that you've made yourself. That's what we want. Oh, Guy Fingers has sent in a brilliant one. I'll, I'll go, I'll go, let me go to the break 20 seconds late, sorry. Guy Fingers has sent in a brilliant MP3 that we're going to play next week. Uh, but today is the last day of Chris in the Hemel, and we're going to play the best Chris in the Hemel clip of the week a little bit later on. Uh, speak to Shirley after this. If you could learn the secrets of something in the afternoon while the show. Shirley, Tulsill, good afternoon. Hello, Ian. Hello, Shirley. First time caller. Hello. Be gentle with me. I, I will be as gentle as, as, I, as I can. It's a, we're winding down because it's the weekend, so I should be lovely to you. OK. I have a, a little uh, question to start with. Um, I need to know yes. a little mathematical thing. Yes. One is not a prime number. No. OK. I need to know um, how many UGs oh. are there in one milligram? How many UGs? Yeah. What's a UG? Well, it's a measurement. Of like you know you're getting vitamins. Yeah. Uh, it's oh you have you know you have one milligram. Yeah. Well you have so many UGs. Uh, you have a thousand. Okay. Right, that's lovely. Is this, a, is, it, is this to do with medicine you're taking? Yeah. Oh, in that case, I don't know. <laughs> in that case, I don't <laughs> know. I'm, I'm guessing, then. Oh, well, that's, that sounds right. That's about what I thought it was. Yeah, but don't... Hey, listen, I, I would get... I, yeah, I would get proper advice. Yeah. If it's to do with drugs... Yeah. I'll get proper advice and don't listen to a lanky yeah, idiot on the I radio. Will, don't yes, worry. just, just, you know, to be safe there. Yeah. Well done, well done you. Good I, I just want to say quickly... Yes. I, um... I, I said I would never ring the show because you've been a bit rude to old people. And oh. I'm, well, I'm what you call one of the old people. Well, you, you're, but, you're, how old are you, may I ask? Uh, I'm over 40. That's what... Hey, listen, I've not been rude to them. I just think there's a time and a place for them. Yes, I know. Yes. I understand. Yes. Pat him on the head. Yeah, good girl. Metaphorically speaking. Yes, you'd like... I, oh, I, yes. Um, what? I always say to people, I am as old as you think I am. Well, I think you're 62. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, it's closer than you'd like it to be, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I what, mean, I'm. Where is this coming? I'm not complaining, Ian, because no. and who, as the no. last lady said, no. you have redeemed yourself. 
And one of the absolute best calls yes. I've ever heard on LBC yes. on your show yes. was the old lady you were talking to, and she oh, was giggling. Apologizing for lying to you. What? Hang on. What's going on here? Hello. And she said, "What? I like your jolly." I thought that was hilarious. I like your jolly. What's going on? Oh, I like your jolly. Anyway, I like your jolly. I know you don't like people going over old subjects, but oh, yesterday dear. you were talking to Sebastian, who passed his um, driving test on the buses. I love you. Oh dear. Hello, who's there? Hello. Who's what? What was going on? Hello. Shirley's gone. Shirley, have you gone? She's gone on over. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Shirley, have you gone? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Shirley, have you gone? Shirley, have you gone? No, I'm here. I'm here. Hello? I'm here. You're here? I like your jelly. I like your jolly. Mmm. <laughs> now, it's been a, a little bit random. Maybe we'll try and focus things down. There was, again, there was another... You muffed up again going from the news into the travel. I could hear a bit of 11.52. I heard something, Chris. What's... It? I think it is your fault, mate. Seriously, what's happened? Agent Chris has been away for two days because of the Barney. He's been to Liverpool. Uh, Helen produced the show the last couple of days, and I think did a... I'm going to swear, bloody good job. Uh, so I've given Helen the job uh, of producer for the rest of this uh, run. She's doing the show today, and it's going superbly. But Chris has taken Helen's job, and you're not doing brilliantly. There's been a, quite a few mix-ups and wrong jingles played and things. So just please... Really pay attention. Oh, it's the easiest job to do in the radio, is it? You know? It's well easy, you know? I could do that with my eyes closed, you know? <laughs> my job is very, very difficult to, to talk this much crap for three and a half hours. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, if, 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 if it does mess up, I can only apologise, but I think we've got things on track now. Uh, looking through people's windows... Do you do it? We don't know. Not many people have net curtains. A few pictures have been sent in, but not many people have got net curtains anymore, which is good, I think. Uh, and also, I want to go on holiday. I need a break. I'm going to probably end up going on my own, though, because of you know, girlfriends and work and things like that. I'm going to probably end up going on my own. Can I go nowhere decent on my own? Is it a little bit sad? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. That is the telephone number. I've just had to close everything down on my computer to delete something, but we're back in the New York groove. Mario's in the wheels, and hello, Mario. Hey, you. Yeah. Hey, mate, how's it going? You're right. Yeah, man, I'm good, man. There was some bloke phoning up and slagging you off. Yeah, well, that's his problem, man. I'm, cra- I'm, you know, I'm, you know, everything's good for me, man. He's good. Got problems. I think he has, and I'm sorry that they said that. I think that was very rude. So I don't mind them having a pop at me, but that's not nice when they pop at people. Yeah, whatever. Him. People like that is what make me stronger, Ian. You know what I mean? Hey, they I make like me it. get up every day and go to work and yeah. work even harder. Yeah, good boy. Hating, man. We love it. We anyway. love. Yes, yeah, sir. What can I do for you, my friend? Yeah, yeah. You're thinking about a holiday, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Enough for real. I, hey, for real. If you've got like a week to spare, yeah, I've got around a week. like. Say around the seventeenth. Why don't you go to where I'm from, man? Dominica, man. It's it's wicked down there, you know. Now, what? Why do you say specifically the seventeenth? Well, because 
that's the carnival season, oh. and, and it's starting. Like that's when all the like the stage shows and the, the all the work up before the carnival. Yeah, all the shows. And, and it, it, trust me, bro. You see, Dominica now it's a nature island. Yeah, you yeah. should look it up on the internet. It's if you're into a little hiking, a little you know, seeing a little natural waterfalls, yeah. like panic. You know what I mean? I that's think that's Dominica the kind of. Place. I think that's yeah. the kind of holiday on the last. I've had a holiday like at all last year, and before nah, that, nah, you need to go to Dominica, bro. Yeah. I'm going to big it up because Dominica. Is where it's at. And can I can I go on my own, Mario? Defini- definitely, definitely, without a doubt, Ian. Places like Dominica, yeah. St. Lucia, Jamaica, Montego Bay, like that, places like that, you can go on your own because y- just going on the plane alone, you'll make mates, and it's people that you don't know. Yeah. And when you get there, the way the guides and that that different on tours you go, they look after you. Yeah. You just make natural natural friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. at the end of the day, you're leaving them when you're leaving, so it's not a problem. Yeah. You know, you're coming back to, obviously, England, so you don't have to even worry about... It's you know kind, it, mean? Sounds, it sounds kind of good. And how much is it going to cost me, Mario? Well, to Antigua, yeah, I know the flight at the moment to Antigua costs about... 420 then you get a, you get, right. a, you get um, another jet called Liat it takes you to like Melvin Hall or Canefield yeah. that's like another 120 so but the thing is with Dominica you don't need a lot of money to spend because everything yeah. is natural there you get me yeah everything is just natural you know you don't need to like it's, there's nothing materialistic about the place everything is is natural I like the sound of it when was the last time you went there I was there last year yeah. and I'm going back there in I'm supposed to be going <clears> in two weeks time for carnival but yeah. I'm going to do Jamaica this year with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds... It's, it's, and if I, so if I go... I, I, it's either going to be February or March that I can go. Well, is, it, um, is it going to be hot? I, I want heat. No, no, no. You've got that in Dominica. It's the Windwood Islands, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm there. It's the Windwood Islands. You know, it's the Caribbean Sea. Not the Atlantic side, you know. It's the Caribbean Sea. So it's much calmer, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good look, man. It's a good look. Mario, it, so- it sounds tempting. It's, it's the best offer I've had so far. Well, no, it's the second best offer, to be honest, because I did have those two police officers, a uh, lady who wanted to take me to the Lake District. What are they going to do up there? Don't bear thinking about, does it? Does it? It does a bit. Uh, 0870 uh, is the telephone number for you to give us a call. Taking your suggestions on where I can go on my holiday. It's a little bit self-indulgent, but I feel we need to do... Where's the worst place a, a person on, on, on his own can go on holiday? The very worst place that's just totally inappropriate for a man on his own. Someone suggested Amsterdam. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Gemma's in the Hoddesdon. Hello, Gemma. Hello there. You are right? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Lovely. What can I do for you? <laughs> well, I was just going to make a suggestion with regards to your holiday. Yeah, come on. I, 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 want, I want something good. I want to go somewhere good. Go and visit my sister in Ishpuhar in Mexico. I'm sure she'd appreciate seeing a friendly London face. Ish- Ishpuhar? <laughs> or as the locals would say, Shpuhar. Shpuhar! <laughs> well, what, yeah. What's your sister doing out there? She lives out there. Really? What? what? Yeah. That's an odd place to move to, isn't it, Mexico? Um, not well, yeah, maybe. Um, but um, it's great having a sister that lives there because yeah. it means that I have a holiday. <laughs> how long now? If you want heat, <clears throat> it's yeah. the place to go. Is it hot there all the time? Oh yeah. What? How long has she been out there? Um, about six years now, I think. And is she? G- but surely I can't just. I can't just turn up at her doorstep, can I, and say, oh, yeah, Gemma said it was all right. I've got my bags. I'm here for two weeks. <laughs> she lives literally on the beach. Yeah. Oh. Lovely, there's a lovely little road. It's very sort of, you know, small, basic place where she lives. But the yeah. beach is, you know, total paradise. And what does she do there? This sounds amazing. She lays in her hammock on the veranda making jewellery. <laughs> oh, you're joking. And paintings. She, she makes a living out of that. 
flog them to rich Americans that come for day trips Why? over uh, from uh, Florida. And Gemma, can I ask what you do for a living? Um, well, I'm on maternity leave at the moment, actually. Oh, very nice. You've got a wee one. Well, good, well done for that. But do you never, do you never think, what the hell am I doing in Hoddesdon? Why aren't I in Ishpumahana? <laughs> Ishpumahana. Well, um, I am actually quite often. I go over uh. there to visit her, obviously, because you can get a cheap flight. Yeah. You've just got the accommodation. But you say, you know, oh, I can't just then visit her. Well, they, they're so friendly. There's quite a, a group of them. Gemma, I've got to go. I do apologise. That sounds like a top tip. Sorry about that. We've got to do this. Wouldn't it be good if you could earn money while... Chris! Do you... You just played a flipping Dr. Pam jingle, mate. Helen and Chris have swapped jobs. Helen is producing the show and doing an excellent job. Has not made one mistake. Chris is, is doing Helen's job on his... You just played it. You just played a Dr. Pam jingle. Play, can you please play a proper jingle and, and, and position the show for me? Play one of my jingles. Now. Play... Bring one of mine up and play it for me. Quickly. Thank the you. Three and a half hour, 3 till 6.30 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show, formerly known as the 3 hour, 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <clears throat> Katie's in the Amersham. Hello, Katie. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Good dang, good dang. Good dang, good dang, my friend. I've turned the good dang, good dang alarm off, so that's good. Uh, um, I was just wondering. Yes. Do you think footballers get paid too much? I don't get. I don't think they get paid enough. Don't you? Yeah, I think they should get paid more. But they get paid, like, more than, like, nurses and doctors and police yeah. people. Well, what, what, what footballers are more important than nurses and doctors and police people, aren't they? What a waste of space. What? They're so, they're pointless. Tell me, what do you think then, Katie? I think they get paid far too much. What is wrong with a young man who, at, at best, has got ten years of pursuing his career ahead of him, at the maximum ten years before he's too old and too unfit to do it, what's wrong with him getting £50,000 a week? He could be injured at any moment. It's a rough game. That's his career over. He'll, in ten years' time, he'll be too old to play. What's wrong, what's wrong with him getting paid fifty grand a week? What, what do they do to help anybody? And, and, like, doctors and people, they look after them, so they should get paid, like, loads more for looking doctors, after them. Doctors can work for about 50 years. 50 years. And they've chosen to do that. Uh, whereas footballers... Oh, hang on, the ex-directory line's going. What is, what's the, who's the, what's the ex-directory? That's bad, isn't it? Oh, uh, my phone's probably ex-directory. No, it's not yours. It's, we, we got a special line that we can only phone, we only get phone calls only if I've, if I've sworn or, or said something libelous. We'll see what that is. Katie, oh. once, Katie, stay there a second. Okay. Hello, who's, hello? Hello? Oh, is this, is this Heather Jingles? Oh. Ian, what is going on this afternoon? Now, <clears throat> Heather Jingles, I need to explain... Katie, sorry about this. Give me one second. I need to explain the situation. Uh, I had a row with Chris a couple of days ago. He's taken two days off. Helen has been producing the show, doing an excellent job. Chris has come back, yeah. uh, and they've swapped jobs. Helen's producing. Chris is, is going to be driving the desk from now on. He made a really big mistake there playing the Dr. Pam oh, jingle. It's appalling, but, I mean, the whole thing sounds terrible. I mean, what, beds playing too loudly? Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. uh, it just sounds terrible. Well, the thing is, as well, he was going, oh, it's the easiest job to do, you know. Anybody can do it. Yes, it's blooming oh, easy. Okay. Well, that serves him right for saying it. It does. But, uh, yeah, if, with your permission, Heather, I'd like to keep uh, Helen as producer and Chris on the well, desk. Well, I don't know about that. We can't, I mean, how many more old jingles are going to start playing out? Well, uh, uh, yes, I, I think that's the only one, although we did, I did I see mean, him... how on earth did he do that in the first place? Well, I don't know, but I did go through early on and saw him on the Daisy, uh, Daisy Sampson uh, file well, open, so... Well, he'll be on the David Prever file now. Alison. Oh, Alison. mate! 
this is this is not this is not the time to be messing around when I'm trying to sort this out. For God's sake, listen, I, Heather, I'm really. I so- think that's an, uh, that is the that you've got to get him out now. Yeah, the, uh, the thing is though, I really I really think Heather. Uh, uh, no, what's going on here? I think that, that Helen is a better producer, and I'd I'd I'd, I'd really like he- Helen to stay as producer and, and Chris to stay as the button pusher. Well, any more mistakes? Yeah. And I should be up there throwing him out that chair. I'm afraid. Okay, so give, give us you're going to give us one more chance. One more chance. Thank you very much. You, you whatever Clive Ball says about you, you're a top, you're a top, top fella. Oh, stop creeping around me. No, I know, and I, 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 I nearly phoned up Clive the other day when he was, I don't know if you heard, he was saying something very, very rude about you, inappropriate. Was he? I, 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 I'll talk about it off air, it's probably not appropriate yes, to discuss it. I'll have words after that. Heather, yeah, thank you very much for your patience. Thank you very much. Thank you, bye-bye. Bye. Chris, one more chance, seriously, don't muff this up. I had to humiliate myself uh, on the radio for you, so please. Katie, I'm really sorry. Okay. Okay, fine. I, that's a little bit business. That that should have been discussed off air, but sometimes you've got to do these things when you do them. Anyway, sorry, you, you were saying that doctors get paid too much. No, footballers do. But they don't. You're wrong. They do. They, listen, uh, this is my argument again. Here, one more time. They could get injured at any moment. That's their career over. They only have a maximum of ten years working in the field. They are bringing entertainment to millions and millions of people. They are making everybody's Saturdays so much more relaxing. They give a lot of people a lot of hope. Yeah, but can't they just get play for one year? They get paid enough to like last them for like two billion years, like. Beckham, he has so much money, he yeah. can never get rid of it. The interest is so high. I bet he could get rid of it. The thing is, when he turns he turns 35, he's never going to work again. He's too thick He to... has enough money to last him forever. Katie, he's too thick to do any other job apart from that. He does football brilliantly. He hasn't got the he brains... He could work at Tesco's or something. He couldn't work at Tesco's. He can't do the maths. <laughs> so that's it. He's scuppered from 35 for the rest of his life. He will never work Again, you can't begrudge him uh, earning £50,000 a day. But, like, you know Rain Rooney? Yeah. He's, like, really, really stupid. He yeah. gets paid so much. Yeah. How, mu- how much does it... How much... Add two plus two. Katie, how much does Wayne Rooney get paid? Like, two million a year or something, more than that. Yeah, he, uh, he, should, get, he should get five million a year. Oh, what? No! Yeah, yeah. Katie, what... Okay, let's see how intelligent you are, Katie. Yeah. What's the fifth prime number? Um, that is... Eleven? Oh, you, well done. You are very clever. In that case, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you off. But, but, Katie, I think you're wrong. Oh, OK. Thanks very much. Well, there we go. I won that one round. Tina's in the West Ealing. Hello, Tina. Hi, Ian. Hey, Tina. How are you? Yeah, I'm a little bit... <laughs> you know when you get told off and you get told yeah. off properly, you get a little bit... Not... I don't want to cry, but you know you get a little bit teary because you feel you've let people down. Yeah, what, your heart sort of starts beating Your heart, you, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trembling a little bit. I've just got, mm. my eyes are a little bit, you know, sort of red. I feel, I feel that I've let LBC down a little bit by, you know, by trying to stick up for, for someone who was a mate. That's, that's all. I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I, it's, it's these things you have to go through as, as a presenter. I'm sure we can work around it. Anyway, Tina, you've not called in to hear about my problems. What have you got for me? Holidays. Yes. You need to go to Dominica. Oh, this is what Mario was saying. Yeah, you, uh, Mario's right, man. Yep. You need to go to Dominica. Save my mum. Really? My mum's got a really nice house, panoramic view. She's got a self-contained apartment. You, oh. can, you know, do what you want there, man. You've got to go. It's kind of go. tempting. It's kind of t- Is it warm there now? It's hot. It's hot. It's sweltering. Oh. It's like 75 stars. Will I get bored, though? No, no, I've got things to do. I, I can give you all the, you know, places to go, things to do. Tell me quickly, it, tell me quickly one thing I could do. You could climb the boiling lake. I could climb it. It's, it's the second biggest boiling lake in the world. A boiling lake. Yeah. Is it? Is it boiling? It's 
boiling. And I can climb it? Well, sort of. You can sort of, How can yeah. you climb a lake, you insane lunatic? <laughs> no, you can't. You can... Well, it's, uh, in, it's, uh, it's a volcano. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a volcano. Uh, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's uh, a volcano, but you can do it. I've done it. Is it I've a volcano? It. Is it a volcano? <laughs> well, with a lake in it, yeah. It <laughs> Tina, it sounds absolutely beautiful. I'm, I, it's, it's definitely on the list of places that I might possibly go to. 0870 is the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, that's the email. Chris, please, just really concentrate for the last hour of the show. I beg of thee. Enjoy a great weekend. <laughs> This is I can't speak. Ben, Victor, Ben and Victoria, I can't speak. I'm, I'm I can't speak. Do you do you yes. say what you got to say? I've only got thirty seconds. But I'll be really quick. Um, what I was thinking might be an idea to get the show a bit more lively is bring Nick Ferrari on with you and you swap with him. You do the morning show. He does your evening show. Yeah, it's an idea, isn't it? He wouldn't you put up. With, bored, mate. What's I, up with you? I'm, I'm bored of Agent Chris muffing this up. Well, when I available on. Dear Mr. Ian Lee from the radio, I still fail to understand why you don't get Enya to co-host the show with you. She'll add a touch of Celtic mysticism, which I feel your show is somewhat lacking. Well, Aidan, it's, it's an idea. I haven't even considered it a possibility, to be honest. Just jumping on a lovely sandwich there. It's nearly the weekend. Very nearly the weekend. Very exciting. Sorry, I'm just sorting out, sir. Some pieces. Bell, bell, bell. I think we've got everything in order. I had a strong, strong word with Chris, uh, and he's paying much more attention to which buttons he's pressing. A lot harder job than you thought it was, isn't it, young man? Yes, it is. Uh, so it should be all right. So hopefully Heather Jingles won't come up and, and bother us. Why is, why is she wearing such tight hot pants today, Heather Jingles? That's what I didn't understand when she came up earlier. There's those gold hot pants. You know, fair play, but it's inappropriate to wear that in a workplace, but hopefully. <clears throat> it's all fine. Anyway, sorry, it's the last 25 minutes of the show proper before the uh, weekend triple air, Mixed Mental Mayhem, uh, where we take your call straight to air. We've got uh, the best uh, Chris in the Hemel MP3 of the week to play for you as well after six o'clock. Coming up, we've got the correspondent update at 5.38, uh, and we've got the show summary. Uh, we're talking about places I can go on my holiday. Uh, have you ever been on holiday on your own? Is it a bit sad? I feel it's a little bit sad, isn't it? Um, and where is the worst place to go on holiday on your own? Um, Shannon and Jess are in the Bromley. Hello, Shannon and Jess. Hi, Ian. Hello, who's this? This is Shannon. Where's Jess? Jess is on my chair. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why, why is Jess on your chair? Because we're on the computer. Nice one! Yeah. Yeah, what can I do for you? Right, we want to say that it you should go to Holland, because it's really nice there. Where have you been in Holland? Amsterdam. Mm, okay. That, well, uh, and when? Uh, what? What did you do in Amsterdam? Um, I can't remember. I went a couple of years ago. Yeah, I went to Holland once, and I can't remember what I did there as well. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it's good. It's a good place, isn't it? There's lots of good canals there. Yeah, I went on a boat. But the thing is, would I be all right there on my own? It would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Have you been on holiday on your own? No, I went with my friend once. Yeah. To France. Yeah, France is boring, isn't it? Yeah. It's well boring. <laughs> I would say... So I'm eating a sandwich I talked to you. That's very rude. Let me stop. I would say that France is probably the most boring country in the world. Possibly. Yeah. Have you been to America? Yeah. Which, which, where did you go in America? Florida. Florida. Yeah, I've not been to Florida. Maybe I should, maybe I should go to San Francisco. Although that'll be quite cold, I think, at this time I'm of year. New York. New, yeah, I bet... Thing is, I'm going to go to New York in May. I'm taking my mum to New York in May. Ooh. 
So I, d- I don't want to go twice in one year. That's a little bit too much. Mm. And it'll be freezing cold now. Yes. So I like I- the cold. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I normally do, but I wouldn't mind a little bit of heat. I want, I want to feel a bit warm. I don't like being warm in the heat. It's horrible. Yeah, no, it, you, maybe you're right. Irritating. Yeah, it's a little bit irritating. Anyway, listen, what, what are you doing this weekend? Anything exciting? Um, no, I'm going to my dad's. And is that going to be good? Yeah. Yeah, nice one. All right, listen, I've got to go. Okay. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sorry, it's, it, it, if I sounded harsh in cutting them off, I can only apologise. But the reason is, if you look at the clock, it's 5.38. It's time for the Daily 538 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Sean, the Chaz and Dave correspondent, says Chaz is currently finishing a rock and roll album that he and Jerry Allison started in Nashville in November. As Jerry Allison quotes, Chaz and me worked together like me and Buddy Holly did. Hello, this is Dave and I can hear you as long as I've correspondent. Did you know that the longest time trapped in an elevator was six days during the festive season? Watch out, Anna Rayburn! Natalie, the poetry correspondent, says, Cheer up, Mr Lee, the nutters are gone for today. No more arguments, let love and peace reign. Make us laugh now, again and again. I'm Yata from the set for the Doctor Who correspondent, and here's my update. And also, Tom Baker is the new voice of the BT text thing. Well, let's just say those two. Yasser, you still there? Yasser? Yasser? Yasser, pick your phone up. Yasser, I can hear you. Hello, yeah? Yeah, well, well, why didn't you talk to me then? So, I, 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 thought, I'd cut, I thought I'd cut myself off there. Yeah, but you could hear me on the phone, could you? Yeah, just turn it on now. So I, I didn't even realise I left the phone on. I thought I'd switched it off. Now, Yasser, do you think. You know I'm getting rid of three correspondents yeah. next week. Do you think that update was good enough to keep your position? Yeah, it was, it was all right. It was all right, because you did say that BT text thing. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, but, like, come on, people know what... Uh, yeah, I didn't... I don't know like, uh, I know it was not my best. It wasn't my best one. I knew it wasn't my best one, what but... Was, which, which, which correspondent update was your best one? Um, I, th- I think it would have to be, um... I can't remember which one my best... Yeah. Um, I think, um... I think my one about, you know, the... The one I was saying about Derek Okora. Yes. From Most Haunted. I think that was my best one. Yes. That's my best one, yeah. Yes, yeah, so how, out of ten, one to ten, how confident are you that you are going to be a correspondent at the end of next week? Do you want me to, uh, if I'm going to say, I'm going to say ten. Yes, sir. Let's see what happens next week, because three of them are going. Seriously, we got rid of two last week. I thought that would teach them a lesson. Oh, no. Three of them are going next week. <clears throat> Allah? Uh-uh. Allah? Hello. Hello, Alain. Are you there? Yeah, he should go. Yasser should go. Oh, hang on. Yasser, uh, yeah, can we have Yasser's line up? Yasser, uh, your phone hasn't disconnected, so come and pick your phone up, Yasser. Give, give me seven seconds, Alain. Because uh, Yasser will be listening on the radio. For some reason, he's, d- he's done a Nora on us, and which means he's like... Yasser, pick your phone up. You're still here. Because he's a loser. No, why do you think he's a loser? Well, that was more like a history lesson. Why isn't he telling us all about the new Doctor Who spin-off series? Torchwood. Hang on. Yes, sir? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan's got a complaint. Yes. What's the complaint? Well, why aren't you telling us all about the new uh, Captain Jack spin-off series, Torchwood? Surely that's more important than K9. Uh, yeah, but I, I was gonna... I was gonna... 
You keep in suspense. You know Tom Baker, because it's been on all the news. You're going to be giving us something special. Is that that is the K91 is special. Huh? The K91 is special. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get 50... You told us about K9 last week. We knew he was... I didn't tell you about K9 last week. I wasn't... I didn't tell you about that. So you made a mistake there. Well, so in that case, somebody else has been giving your your reports. And, uh, I think you've been hearing the wrong thing. I think... It's all, I, I haven't been saying that. That's all the... Somewhere, so I'm, I'm not getting the uh, state-of-the-art uh, straight from the horses or the K9's mouth from you, are we? Um, you are, but, like, I don't know what, what you've been hearing. But it's not from me. Someone's been... Well, you should have been hearing it from you. That's the whole point. You're the Doctor Who correspondent. Give me my update. Someone's been... I gave my finger. I don't know what you're listening to, but I know that I've done it straight, honest one, and whatever, whatever you've heard is all phony. So you haven't been listening to uh, what? So there's no spin-off series for Doctor Who? I, well, I was going to mention that, but not than today's one. I couldn't... You know, I was going to mention it on Monday. Yeah, but everybody's been talking about it today. So uh, I, so I didn't do that. Today's news on Monday. Oh. That's like last yeah, I can, week. I'll give, give another one on Monday then, all right? So if somebody doesn't know what's here on Monday then, okay? If you want to keep your job, can you try to tell us something we haven't heard already on Monday? Yeah, I didn't know. I, I, I thought K9 was it. I didn't know anyone heard that one, did I? So I can't, I don't know what people are thinking. I can't, I'm not a mind reader. Okay. Well, that's so, just as well. So I didn't know what. You were a mind reader. All right. Uh, Alan, uh, Yasser, let's, let's just see what, what, what happens next week in, in Yasser's report, shall we? Mm. Alan, thank you very much for that. Yasser? Yeah. You, well done. You did, you, you did yourself proud there, my friend. Thank you very much. Excellent. Well, Bye. have a good weekend. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm enjoying this today. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Ian, I heard you dissing net curtains earlier on. I have just bought matching floral nets for every window of my house. They were very pricey and are very pretty, says Denise. Yeah, I'm not convinced. We were, we were trying to find people who had net curtains. It turns out there's only a few common poor people left that have still got them. The rest are basically saying, come and look in my windows. I'm more than welcome to let you have a look. 08709090973 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call before we start playing Triple M. Are you one of those business people? Uh, Russell's in the Chigwell. Hello, Russell. I am. Hey, good Russell. Evening good evening to you, my friend. What can I do for you? I think that you should be a Doctor Who character. Oh, man. That's, that's the dream. What do you think I should be? You should be called the aggressor. Yeah. Because you wind everyone up. No. And you're very aggressive. But I've got to say... Yes. Oh, he's gone. He disappeared there. He did that, not us. Did we do that? No, no, says Helen. No. Uh, while we're waiting for him, it's, uh, let's go to Mick in Streatham. Hello, Mick. Hello, mate. You're right, fella. What can I do for you? Yeah, I'd just like to say you do a great show, mate. Hey, that's very kind of you. Did you, did you hear the rubbish we had yesterday? Yeah, I like the way you belittled that uh, fella called Brian. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Brian was the Brian was the guy who phoned up uh, yesterday. He phoned up the day before. He said he loves the station. He hates this show, but because he's loyal to the station, he keeps listening. And the thing is, he's listening now. I know that. Yeah, I bet he is, yeah, because he doesn't know what to do with himself, that's what No, exactly, is. he's got no life, he's a little bit sad, which is fair enough, there are sad people out there, and well done to them. All he's got to do is switch over to Talk Sport, or BBC Radio or London, whatever he wants to do, there's, you know, and then come back later on, when, when Clive comes on, or tonight, when Caroline comes on. Yeah, I reckon you should keep the show, mate, you're doing brilliant. Mick, I, I, I shall do my best to keep the show, unfortunately, it's not always up to me. Uh, bosses get involved in these things. I don't know why. Paul's in the slough. Hello, Paul. Hey, Ian. 
I just thought of something. This might be actually a good idea. If you want to keep your correspondence on their toes, yeah. why don't you hire Alan yeah. as a crap correspondent correspondent? A co- uh, Alan is a crap correspondent correspondent? Yeah. So uh, if they're not, if they're not, if they're not basically corresponding up to Mark, yeah. set Alan onto him. That'll keep him on their toes. He was terrifying. I, I did feel a bit sorry for Yasser, but I left you. It was almost a test, because I wanted to see how well Yasser looked after himself, and I thought he did a brilliant job. Alan was like the second coming. I'm sorry, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was, you really need to, if they if they're not up to the mark, yeah. they're right. You're gonna Alan's on you. The crack correspondence correspondence coming on that they know their jobs on the line. Paul, and they're gonna have to up the ante. Yeah, I think. Well, the thing is, I'm gonna get rid of three next week because they're not phoning in. They're just not phoning. We've got I've got people every day emailing me and phoning me. So can I be a correspondent? Can, and I, I I can't let them be it. But I'm I, I'm not having people mess me around, mate. In all fairness, I mean, well, yes, he didn't really say anything about. I mean. I like my Doctor Who. I mean, yeah. the new one is the bit. Oh, it's but brilliant, he it? didn't really tell me anything that I didn't really know. Oh, I, I must admit, I didn't know that K9 was going to be in the first episode. Oh, it's in that magazine all over Tesco's, was it? Um, <laughs> look now, or wherever, when they tell you about EastEnders, it's all over there. <laughs> Come on, oh, Ian. Listen, <laughs> thank you very much. Come on, Ian. <laughs> oh, I thought Yasser did a blinding job, to be honest. Although, who knows, he may not be a correspondent this time next week. Ash is on the motorway 40. Hi, Ian, how are you? I'm fine, what the hell is that noise? That's the toothpaste singing eighth note. What number are you on now? 87. There are 87 bottles of beer on the wall. Oh, my God, how, how old are they? They, they started at 200. <laughs> they're, they're 18 and 20. And we have a rabbit with us. Yeah. And we're all standing here in the freezing cold, and we can't deal with this shit. <laughs> what? Okay. Ash, what? We can't hear them. What do you want? Well, we just wanted you to entertain us because we have to stand, like, outside of the car. We can't listen to your show anymore. What do you want me to do? Um, can you sing? What would you want me to sing? I'll sing anything you want. Uh, Barbara Black Sheep. Barbara. No, I'm not singing that. Ash is a silly song. I'll sing Barbaran. A Barbaran. A Barbaran. Any good? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ash, I'm gonna. I think you should take those two, two young ladies and, and make them warm. Warm them up. Warm them up is what I meant. Oh, God, I didn't mean that. Didn't mean it. Genuinely didn't. Warm them up. <laughs> could have been, it could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse than that. <laughs> uh, Munir's on the mobile. Hello, Munir. Hi, Ian. Hello. How you doing? Yeah. I, I love your show, man. Hey, man, that's very kind. Thank you very much. Um, but, but yesterday, yes, <laughs> I was listening. I tried to phone you. Yes, um, I was a bit, you know, upset to hear those sad people. Yeah, uh, but you know, just keep in mind that you've got to respect these guys. I mean, no, I, I love your show. I won't, Mania. Uh, you know, turn my radio off when your show is on. Yeah, I don't have to respect. You know. I don't what what I don't have to respect. Is people who come on the radio and say things that are untrue, say things that are aggr- say things that are aggressive, and say things that are violent. I don't have to respect those people. I don't have to respect them. No, that's fine. But you could, as as the previous caller told, that you know you you were a bit aggressive. Uh, no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't, Munir. You've got it wrong. You've got it wrong. I was defending myself because they were saying things about me that were untrue, and they were saying things about my callers that were untrue. So I wasn't being aggressive. I was being defensive. They were being aggressive. One guy asked me outside for a fight, mate. That's not good. No, but if you would have told them politely... I did I, tell them politely. I, I, bet, I bet, you know, more no. people will come to listen to no. you. 
Yeah. Uh, as a, you you know, right. my, a lot of uh, friends of mine, uh, they listen to you. Yeah. Maybe enjoyed the show. Maybe you're maybe you're right. Maybe, uh, but I, 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 those people that I was speaking to certainly wouldn't have changed their opinions about me because they weren't listening. But maybe, uh, maybe you're right. It, it was a very, very odd show yesterday. The odds of winning Euro Millions to the afternoon yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, we haven't got much time. It's got a rustle in the chigwell. Hello, Russell. Hi, Ian. I'm sorry about that. We got cut off. My battery went. Oh yes. Go on. What did you have for me? Um, one, I want to do, uh, show you, I think you'd make a good part or character. Oh, yes, go on. The, the aggressor or something, the yes, obsessor. That's right, yeah. But I'm not saying it detrimentally, because no. I've got to say, yes. your show is very good. You've got me hooked. Bless you. Um, and you know what? If you, if your ratings go down, like you're frightened about, and you're going to lose a job... I'm terrified. Come and work for me. What do you do? Well, I'll set a company up, and I'll finance it, and we'll do whatever you want to do. Russell, are you very, very rich? Uh, no. Oh, well, in that case, I'm not interested. Very kind offer, but no thank you. Uh, Mr Peanut's in the battery. Hello, Mr Peanut. How you doing, mate? I'm fine, my friend. What can I do for you? Well, I feel in a good mood and I'm going to try and help you out. Go on. I want to give you an idea that you could do, like, on your show. Oh, let's have it, yes. Right. Uh, I was in the car and I was listening to the correspondent on Doctor Who. Yes, yes, sir. And you had the other guy who was wanting to have a debate with him. Yeah, Alan. Well, what you could do... Yeah. ...is... Someone who knows the show, yeah. and they want to have a, not an argument, but yeah. have got some kind of issues with someone that won't know they're on the show, you can have it live on. Obviously, you have to be careful that no one swears, yeah. but you can have it live on that the person who knows they're on the show yeah. has an issue with their boss or their cousin or their sister, yeah. and, and they can have that kind of debate without the other person on the other end of the phone knowing that they're on LBC. Because I, I, I quite like that debate. The other guy was trying to defend himself. Yes, I was trying to defend himself, but the, the issues I thought was, was good issues. You could have maybe, you got to work on it. You know, I'm not going to give you the 100% because I don't, I don't know how it would work, but you could do something like that. It's certainly an idea to be considered. And if the laws of radio permitted me to put people on the air without them knowing, I would certainly do it. Anyway, that's by the by. If you missed the show today, it sounded a bit like this. My name is Hannah, and the first prime number is 11. What's the thousandth prime number, Annabelle? I don't know. It's 7,919. Well, that's good. Yeah, I just worked it out while you were talking. Sorry. Keep in touch here. Oh, you come down in the world listening to this radio station. I thought you had a bit of taste. It's rubbish. This show is probably the worst show on the radio. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. I apologise to London for swearing on the Ian Lee show. I apologise to Ian for swearing on his show. I'll put my fader up, young man. You're fired. You're fired. Then you want to fire that bed off? No, this isn't happening. Helen, I'm really sorry. Really sorry. You've been the best producer I've ever had. It's painful, isn't it? It's painful. Painful. It's like watching a child, a lost child in a supermarket looking for his mother. Helen, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to ask Agent Chris to become the producer again and you're going to have to go back to your old job, which you do excellently. You do both of them excellently. He does one of them adequately. I can't believe... I didn't give out the date at the end. I didn't do the little catchphrase, my gift to you. Because you had the flipping wrong thing to... Have you left my microphone? Without wishing to lower the tone any further than it's been lowered, did Simon Bennett cut the cheese during that travel broadcast? We suspect he may have done. 
That'll be a podcast of that, premium podcast, Simon Bennett, Breaking Wind. Uh, it's Triple M, uh, Mixed Mental Mayhem. It's where, I, please don't ask why we call it that. It's, it's lost in the uh, times, the, the mists of history. Uh, 0870 Anyone can call. We take your calls straight to air. You won't speak to Helen behind the glass. You won't speak to Agent Chris. You'll just come straight to air. Very quickly, the rules is as follows. There's a seven-second delay. So if you swear, we'll dump it. You won't hear it. It won't even be heard on the radio, and you'll be blacklisted from calling the station. Simple as. Uh, let's just start. I like this bit. This is my favourite bit of the show. Line one, you're on the radio. Line one! Hello? Hello, you're on the air! Hey! What's I believe that's someone just doing a, a what's up, which was popular for about 20 minutes seven years ago, if I'm correct. I'm not totally sure. Um, line two, you're on the radio. Rooster, it's about time you told Big Barry what you think of him. I think you should tell him tonight. Hello, this is Ian Lee on LBC. Did you hear that, Rooster? You've got to tell Barry what you think about him. Tell him the truth. Any idea what this man's talking about? Hello? Hello? Who is Rooster, please? Rooster knows who Rooster is. And who is Barry? Ah, that's another one. <laughs> so that's another one. I've got not a clue. So I, I fear someone may be shot this evening because of that message. I think we've given out one of those coded messages that are so dangerous in the spying world. Line three, you're on the radio. Uh, hello? Hello, you're on the air. Is this Ian Lee? Yes. I Ian! Ian, you are a vegetable. What? Oh, yes, 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 that was good. It wasn't, mate. It was rubbish, to be honest. It was rubbish. You can do better than that. Come on. Good, you know, rubbish. Line four, you're on the air. Ian? Yes? I think you're a brilliant DJ, man. You're wicked. Big up yourself, man. Thank you very much. That's very kind. Uh, I shall indeed be bigging up myself later on this evening. Probably in about two hours' time, I would have thought. Line four, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the radio. Who's that? This is Ian Lee. Who's that? Mo. Mo in the Stanmore. Hello, Mo in the Stanmore. What can I do for you? How you doing? You alright? Yeah, I'm, f I'm looking forward to going home and playing computer game. Uh, on your Xbox, yeah? On my Xbox 360, my friend! Yeah, but you want to get yourself a PSP, because that's even better. I've got a PSP, but I don't play it very often. Nah, my little boy's got one. They're good, they're good, they're good machines. And I end up playing it more myself. Of course you do. Daddy, let Daddy have a go. No, let Daddy finish yeah. his go. Let Daddy set it up. <laughs> yeah, I remember, let, let Daddy set it up. <laughs> hey, what can I do? Why have you called in? The reason I called is, since you had your little warning... Yeah. ...a few weeks ago... Yes. ...you've turned soft. You're joking, really? Yeah. Oh, no. So, I think you need to get a little bit more aggressive. So, over to you, on Monday, you want an aggressive show? Hang on a minute, we were slagging off old people in buggies the other day. That's quite aggressive. That's what I like. Oh, well, we listen to you on the way home from work. Yeah. Calms us down, keeps us calm, keeps yeah. us cool. We like listening. Well, you can't. I tell you what, I'm gonna get in a, I'll have a fight this weekend. I probably will have a fight this weekend. On Monday, I'll come in spitting blood and nails. Uh, line two, you're on the radio. Hi, Ian. I'd like to. You're absolutely. Yeah, Ben. Dozy, ben. Like to, ben. Again, ben. You're, you're banned. Please. You're banned. Thank you. Bye bye. He's banned for the year. I did, he wasn't even trying to do a, a disguised voice then. He keeps sending me emails. Some are really nice, saying, Ian, please, I'm really sorry, please, please let me come on. Some are really nasty. And then some are where he pretends to be a girl, saying, I think you should unban Ben, because I, I really like him. Um, line three, you're on the radio. In 1962, Candy Camera went searching for an imaginary cat, and the public joined in. Chippy, 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 chippy,
Eve. Oh, the dirty thing. Is he wild? What's its name then? It's um Tibby. 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 <laughs> I don't know Tibby. Can they get any come to me? You saw it run down here. Well, there we go. <laughs> I like the little pre-recorded. They're recorded, aren't they? The little bits at the top. That's what what makes it so special for me. Thank you for that, my friend. Line two, you're on the radio. Hello. Woo-hoo. 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 these yet i've not lost one thank you very much good call oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three you kind of seen what happens during this now if you want to take part you're more than welcome to don't forget the rules seven second delay so don't swear it won't go on the radio so you lose you can only lose by doing that that's the only rule uh line four you're on the radio we'll wait for a second it might be worth it i think this one will be worth it that's you big up the lead it, it wasn't worth it i'm sorry we shouldn't have waited <laughs> Uh, if, if you want to come on and do that, it's fine, but we've been getting some really good ones recently. You, you, be, be, be a little bit creative. Be a little bit imaginative. Line two, you're, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello? You're on the air. Oh, crikey! There we go, they cut themselves off. Wasn't the best recording, but that was fun. Uh, line two, you're on the radio. I've got one thing to say to you. Yes. If you think it long enough, eventually you'll say it. <laughs> Wise words. Let's all bear that in mind over the weekend. Let's do one more before the break if we can. Uh, line three, you're on the air. How was it I hear you ask? Perfect. I think that was Simon Bennett, wasn't it? Was that Simon Bennett? Uh, we'll, we'll leave it for a moment. 0870 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, but we'll do some more after the break. Uh, don't forget as well, we've got to the best Chris... We'll do that when we come back from the news. We've got the best Chris in the Hemel uh, MP3 of the week. He's a boy genius. Uh, w- next week, we start afresh. We're gonna, we've got a brilliant one from Guy Fingers. A brilliant one. He's the he's the bloke that started this whole thing off. A superb mastermind thing with me and Barry, which he's he has somehow cobbled together. Excellent stuff. Uh, a bit more Triple M and Chris in the Hemel after this. Professor Schneelson has some exciting news. It's in the Hemel MP3. Uh, what we've been doing, we've been asking you to send in MP3s, little bits and pieces that you put together yourself. Um, hang on a second. Uh, look at this. E- look at these emails from Ben. Ben, I'm better than Chris from the Hemel. Ban him, not me. Uh, why does Heather think she is? What a loser. Well done on an okay show. Ben, you're banned, mate. 2007, you're more than welcome to come and take part, but not today. Anyway, getting you to make up your own little bits and pieces. Little, Some of them have been brilliant, some of them have been rubbish. We've got some cracking stuff for next week. Monday is going to be superb with Guy Fingers' new one. But all this week, uh, we think we've discovered a new talent. Chris in the Hemel, he's 11 years old. We've been playing uh, about two of his pieces a day. This is the best Chris in the Hemel clip that we think we've got. 
Ian Lee is a busy bee getting messy from a friend and me. He always gets nuts on the show. He don't care because out there go. Hey! He's a legend. And there is there are rumours around uh, on the internet that Chris in the Hemel may be coming in to the studio one afternoon. We don't know if that's true or if that's myth and mystery. Anyway, back to Triple M. Take your call straight to air. Mix Mental Mayhem. Line one. You're on the radio. Hello. Hello. Hello, that's you. Oh. Yeah. Hiya. Hiya. Oh, t- sorry. T- I've t- got my radio on still. Go on, turn it off. Oh, it's off now. Good work. What can I do for you? Um, oh, it's the first time I've rang you. <laughs> sorry. Um, I was just, I had to ring. I've never rang before. Yeah. And I was really upset because everyone was being so horrible to you for all the tonight. It was horrible yesterday. It was hard work. And there's been a couple today that have been nasty. Yeah. But I don't mind. Oh, are I'm, you really going to lose your job? Well, um, it, I, I can't really talk about it. Oh. But, yeah. You know, well, no, it, it, who knows? Who knows? Hey, listen, changes happen all the time. Yeah, true. Yeah. I really like your show, though. Oh, I, like, I like you listening to my show. <laughs> anyway, listen. I, I listen to it because I work in the car. Me and my mum work in the car, so we always listen because we're in you the car. You work in the car? Well, sort of, we're going to people, we're home carers, so we're ah. working. Oh, so you listen to us while you're going between jobs? Yeah. Hey, well, that's wicked. Thank you very much. I'm glad. I'm not losing my job. I'm not losing my job. I'm here, hopefully, until October. Hopefully. That's what the contract says, but, uh, as you know, it's, uh, crazy Christmas. No, I'm not going anywhere. Don't you worry about that. Uh, line three, you're on the radio. Hello, Ian. It's Jackie from the Beckenham. Hello, Jackie from the Beckenham. Ah. Yeah, um... About all those callers that keep giving you a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's best not to take any notice of them because they're a bit of a numbnut. Numbnut, yes. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, I always listen to your show, as you know. Thank you. And keep going, yeah? God bless you. Thank you very much, Jackie, for that. Uh, 0870 You know I'm not giving the number, you know, number for goodness sake. Line three, you're on the radio. Have my dick in. Oh, you came in a little bit too early. We missed the beginning of it, but I believe he was trying to say you love Mike Dickin. The correct phrase, if you want to be a traditionalist, is you love Mike's Dickin. You put an S in there. But, uh, well done. Good effort. Line three. Line three, you're on the radio. Hello, Ian. Well, that's a long delay, isn't it? It's about a minute delay we've got going. Well done, you. Hello, you're on the air. Let's listen to what we just... Let's listen to this fella messing up Mike Dickin. Hello? 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 Yes, hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Tell something for your weekend. Yes? Uh, uh, it's something like this. Thanks very much. Uh, line... This is fun, isn't it? I like this. Line four, you're on the radio. From Grampton Home Entertainment, you audio crackers for your ears. Featuring Mick Robertson's here, hiking with Felix Bonet. Family fun, I'm sure you will agree. They're available from all good video shops, according to Peter Powell, where 510, uh, some cash. Brampton Home Entertainment, the cheese on top of your cracker. Goodbye. Always delivers. I love that caller. Always comes up with the goods. That's a cracking call. Thank you very, very much. Love it. I love it. Uh, line two, you're on the air. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Boop, boop, I live in a jar of jam. Yeah, so <laughs> that, I think that ends quite rude, if I remember correctly. The person I l- was involved in being in a caravan. Wasn't that rude, actually? We could have got away with it. <sighs> it wasn't a very good singer, though. Line three, you're on the air. 
Was uh, it wasn't um, um, unexpected? It was unexpected. It was that time, wasn't it? What was that the theme tune? I can't think what it was. It wasn't um, Dempsey and Makepeace. It was. Oh, I don't know. If anyone knows what that was theme tune uh, to, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Line three, you're on the air. We want Agent Chris. We want him back. You must give Helen the sack. We want Agent Chris. We want him back. You must give Helen the sack. <laughs> that's actually brought tears to my eyes. That's that's really lovely. Thank you. Well, because Agent Chris kept messing it up so much, we've had to swap them over. You've got your wish. But thank you for your protest song. There's a protest song about you two. Line two, you're on the air. Yeehaw! This is the rootin' tootin' G-man calling from the club in South Fork Ranch. Yeehaw! We all know that Ian Lee delivers. So, as a tribute to Ian Lee, we got the jeweling banjos with a deliverance. Take it away, boys! Thanks very much. I don't know. Ah, uh, let's go to line number four. Line four, you're on the radio. Oh, well gone. Hi. Certainly, man. Yep. You're cool. Nice one. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this tonight. I'm loving this. Line two, you're on the radio. Oh, I'll just take the samosa. Sorry. Line three, you're on the radio. Would that be me, Mr Lee? It is, sir. It's Roderick in Hartenden. Now the devil are you? I'm fine, Roderick. What can I do for you? I was wondering if you've received a package yet. The package? Yes, the tunes, man, the, the tunes. Oh, you, you, you've sent me a brilliant CD. I haven't got it in front of me. Now, the thing is, on Friday, the post room, they kind of shut their doors quite early. So I'm going to go down there first thing Monday and see if it's there. Man, just look forward to it. Have yourself a great weekend and mate, uh, good rocking next week, mate. Listen, thank Wonderful. you very much. It's much appreciated. This is a fellow who shares a love of uh, Wood Eye by Chico Arnez. He's made a CD up for me, uh, which hopefully I will have Monday. Thank you very, very much. Very kind of you. Line two, you're on the radio. Good day, Ian. It's Mikey from South Nord. How you doing? Hey, Mikey from the South Nord. How are you doing? We finally speak. I know. What the hell is going on? Well, you know what? I've just, I've just finished work. Can you believe it? Yeah. And I've missed your whole show. So, like... Can you just, like, brief me? Um, today, uh, yeah, what was happening? Okay, where can I go on holiday? I'm probably going to the Dominican Republic, I think it was. Uh, have you ever looked through anybody's, uh, windows? Um, and does anybody have net curtains? And then a few more old biddies phoned up to have a go at me as a bit of a hangover from yesterday, but then a lot of people phoned up to defend me. Uh, and then there was the, uh, correspondent update. I'm going to get rid of three of them next week. But Yasser, uh, the Doctor Who correspondent, I thought was quite good, but Alan phoned up to complain about him. And then those two had a bit of a set, too. Uh, and then we had people doing impressions of Gary and the Marylebone. Thanks very much. I'll be back on Monday at three. Now it's time for the Nightly News. This show is completely...